Do you oh, think yeah. at any point, like, let's probably not in recent, uh, probably not in the next hundred years, but let's say a thousand, 10,000 years, do you think that we'll ever get to the point where there's no country and it's just like all humanity exists? <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe, but that would mean one person would have to take over everybody. And no, no, like it wouldn't be any person. Like it would just be like everybody exists. Like there's like, we're going to go, we're going to go back to like Mesopotamia and uh, (laughs) uh, Montecico and just, you know, live in huts and, you know, basically say, Oh, we're humans. (laughs) Yeah. We're humans. But like, I don't know. I think it could be developed better than what it was. Like this, everything has changed, right? Like, uh, uh, 10,000 years ago, there wasn't democracy. Now there's democracy, yeah. right? So like, yeah. what's like, the next thing? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Someone for Podcast. I'm here with Anthony. How's it going, bro? Hey, Sham. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we had a pretty long conversation before this. <laughs> a lot, a yeah, lot of shit two hours. About. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the things we talked about were... Um, People saying our names wrong, you know, like a, oh, a, a lot of instances. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, dude. Like having a unique name is a weird, uh, it, it's, it's different. Like you had to correct a lot of fucking people. Oh yeah. Like, especially if they're, they've never heard of it before. You just got to keep correcting. It's not like a, a hard thing to do, but it's sometimes you just like, why can't you get it right? <laughs> like, oh yeah. And then there's the curse of being born with such a simple name. Uh-huh. Like my sisters have the most exotic names. You yeah, can think yeah. of like from Northern Africa, Spain. <laughs> then I'm just Anthony over <laughs> Anthony, here. Yeah. And it's like, I've always told my parents, like you couldn't have said Antonio or something. Antonio, yeah. yeah. Like a little yeah. spice to it. Oh, a little yeah. something. But yeah, like you were saying about last names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Cobos, you know, nobody could ever pronounce right. Really? It was either Cabos or Cabos or yeah, something. Yeah, I know. And you said that one story of uh, on graduation, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened so, there? <laughs> yeah. Like I uh, said before, um, basically, we were going up the podium, and there was two teachers to the right. One was my 11th grade English teacher, Mr. Finn. The mm-hmm. other guy, never met him in my life. So I was like, oh, oh, crap. I got to go to the line where it's Mr. Finn. Of course I got the guy who didn't know how to pronounce <laughs> yeah. my name. Make it worse, I was Caboose instead of Cobos. Damn. So, yeah. They really fucked it up. It's like a villain arc, basically. (laughs) You know? It's like, now I got to get my revenge. Yeah, somebody uh, says your name wrong, and now you you, want to get their revenge right away. (laughs) I got a vendetta now. Yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's tricky. Like, sometimes with with names, it's weird, because you're given your name. Like, as you come into the world, like... You have no control. Like after you turn eighteen, of course you could change it and stuff. But fuck, like yeah. nobody. Then that, I mean, you're just yeah. The only benefit called, I have about my name is that you know it's like mine. It's like yeah. If I meet somebody else, it's like you know they got to be related to me or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same with my family, dude. Like no, right. if if you have Ronvelia as your last name, just know we're probably related. <laughs> we're just yeah. Right. There's, yeah. there's practically family. Yeah, yeah, practically family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but, crazy. Uh, I actually, this is a perfect sideway because I wanted to talk about like, you know, how like colonialism has kind of affected the world. Yeah. Because, you know, like, for example, I'm I'm of Spanish descent. Mm-hmm. And like my ancestors, they like basically, you know, came to the Americas and, you know, pillaged and, you know, all that. And it's interesting how like I'm Native American and like, you know, Spanish, but like uh-huh. I'm conflicted because it's like on the one hand, like, you know, 
my ancestors, they created such a big, massive empire, but at the same time, they enslaved my other half of the Native <laughs> yeah, Americans. Damn. So it's so screwed. You know? I know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. People don't realize like, yeah, Com- Columbus was not like oh, England. No. He's like uh, uh, Spanish, I right? I think he was Italian. Italian? Like that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think what happened was the Spanish um, empire, or it wasn't even an empire, like their kingdom, like the king yeah. and queen, oh, yeah. they wanted uh, people to go on expeditions to... Yeah. you know other lands like you know what's out there what's out there in this world right oh yeah and so they sent a bunch of explorers and even to like india i think like they tried to go to india yeah. they didn't know how to do that so they just went to the americas yeah. and it was like well, the new world and oh shit. yeah they were they were hoping to find a route to asia yeah but, yeah you know, that's why they call it the west <laughs> indies because you know the west to Colum- christopher columbus or Cristobal columbus uh, yeah yeah <laughs> you know basically thought oh i landed in asia yeah yeah, but and it, there was no way to tell that too. Like, yeah. if you got there, I think, maybe you know you could see people, and uh, you know yeah. people that have already been there. They might describe to you what it's like, and that's all you got. Like, maybe yeah. you know I you see fucking trees. Think that um, I think like it took a hundred years or something like that for them to discover that it was actually a different continent oh, really? altogether. So yeah, after he got there, a, and then yeah, it was Amerigo years. Vespucci who actually discovered that. This is a different continent. Yeah. I think it was when he hit Brazil or something like that, uh-huh. that they realized that this isn't a completely different land. Yeah, yeah. But, that, uh, yeah, that, that, that this isn't the route to Asia. This is like no, something else. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's just crazy because, you know, it's like you're so conflicted over this. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't exist. But it's at the same time, it's like I really wish it didn't happen, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd really love to live in a world where there's like just this Native American country. Yeah. You know. I know that's crazy, bro. And now they're discovering. uh, Recently, I saw a video. Either it was on, I think, Vox, maybe. Um, I saw this video of different civilizations in the Amazon rainforest that they're Mm -hmm. discovering just now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of people don't realize this, but the Spanish, they never really conquered Latin America, per se. Mm -hmm. They just occupied certain parts of it. Like, for example, in Mexico... Um, the last native tribes weren't put down, like assimilated until the early 1920s. Really? And it's because Mexico's so freaking big. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's literally jungles and, you know, deserts and it's like, mm-hmm. there <laughs> it's was like- no way they were going to be able to occupy all of that. So like a lot of tribes, even up until the 20th century were still nomadic per yeah. se. I know that's a little barbaric, but it's true that like, you know, they were just, you know, hunter gatherers still. And it wasn't until the early 20th century that they pushed for more like, um, you know, basically assimilation. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in Argentina and Chile, there was a region called Patagonia and the Spanish made an agreement with the natives. They weren't going to go in there because it's just impossible. Yeah. But the Argentinians. It's like a mountainous yeah. region, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. But the Argentinians and Chileans were like, nope, this is our territory. We're going to occupy it. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like millions of natives just died of disease because yeah. they've never been in contact. I know that's the so, main yeah. thing that, that, uh, happened to them were, mm-hmm. it's not that uh, these, uh, colonists came and like killed every, every yeah. single one, like yeah. by their, with swords or yeah. whatever. There was or some documentation of that, but it was mostly, mostly disease, disease. Yeah. and you know, cultural assimilation. Yeah. But yeah, th- it was similar with the Portuguese though. They just didn't care about assimilating every tribe because mm-hmm. it's such a big territory, Brazil. Yeah. So like, yeah. And then I saw that video and they're discovering these civilizations that had to be built by man. Like there was mm-hmm. uh different 
channels for uh, or different ways of channeling water to a certain region. Oh yeah, and uh, just basically man-made structures that used to be there, but now are, is covered was covered um, by the Amazon rainforest for you know. I don't know how long, hundreds I mean, of years, whatever. There could be up to a thousand unknown tribes that we yeah. don't know about. I mean, it wasn't until, I mean, I think the most recent one was like the, uh, the predecessors to the Navajo people. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, oh, okay. but they were the cliff people and they discovered that they came from another ancient tribe, but they don't know what it was. And yeah. there's like, I think, um, the most interesting one I learned about was the Mississippian culture. Mm-hmm. Um, basically they built these giant mounds and we don't know where they came from, actually. They were they were identified as another tribe, but um, they that tribe didn't build those mounds. Really? So we don't know where they went. But, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you see that common. There's, like, this dark trend in Native American history, like, with the Mayans, the Aztecs, where their civilizations collapse, mm-hmm. and then they're never seen again, and they, like, assimilate with other tribes. Yeah. So, like, something was going on before the Europeans showed up, and... Of course, many have suggested it was like crop failure and like, um, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like civil wars. But yeah, something, something happened. Something was going on like, yeah. And to then the point where and it's crazy how we we still haven't figured everything out that yet. Oh, yeah. Like we we mm-hmm. with all the technology we have, we're uncovering new shit like every year, basically mm-hmm. um, of yeah. different civilizations. Just yeah. I, I think we, we know probably about. know more about space than we know about, you know, some of the tribes <laughs> <know>. that live, <laughs> you know, lived and breathe here. You know, I know. did you see that new, new, um, telescope footage of, of the James Webb, uh, uh telescope, the image of space. Um, I, I actually haven't. Oh, you have Other than though, my dad is a big astrologist. You know? Oh, okay. I, yeah. I kind of batting myself in the head. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here, even though, I'll, I'll pull it up for you so you could see yeah. it's pretty fucking wild. Although, yeah, we're not sponsored, but I'd highly recommend you visit the Griffith Observatory. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's hella great. <laughs> this is the image right here. Oh wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that is fucking crazy. Like yeah. that. This uh, what what was explained to me by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, he said in this video that what you're seeing with this telescope is like putting uh in the grand scheme of things, it's like grabbing a piece of sand, like a a grain of sand and holding it up like Mm. this. That's the amount of space that you're seeing. Wow. Right here. And this is, you know, galaxies, right? These are, uh, probably stars and, uh, you know, different galaxies and it's all in infrared and they, they, they do some, you know, technological, uh, configuration to make it so that it's, you know, RGB so that we could see it with light. Um, Cause we can't see infrared as human beings, but it's crazy. You know, like this image is fucking insane. Oh yeah, dude. You know, I, I honestly wish when I see stuff like that, I'm like, there's probably stuff going on in our universe that we don't even know about. Yeah. And it's like, it'd be great if like, you know, like it's tragic what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, mm-hmm. but it's like, it'd be great if we could just put our differences aside and just like explore space. Explore space. Like, I think like- Elon Musk said like Mars has like so many vital resources we could be using right now. Mm-hmm. But the problem is like, no one wants to spend like what, like 30 billion going up there. And yeah. You know, yeah. And it's risk. Like nobody has ever done it first off. Yeah. And, um, you don't know if it's going to be successful yeah. or not. Like we sent rovers, yeah. you know, some, that's actually mm-hmm. a fucking crazy feat as well to oh, send yeah. a rover. And then, uh, also have, a, you know, that, that collecting samples of shit and, yeah. uh, 
viewing the terrain, but when you, it's a different type of thing when you send a human on to Mars, oh, yeah. right? Like you don't, Definitely. I'm pretty sure you have to be in a space suit and everything. Like it, it's not like human conditions. No, I don't think so. Know, right? I so, think like the air isn't breathable enough yeah, or something yeah. like that. So yeah. I remember I saw a funny meme not too long ago where it was like, um, what we think Mar life on Mars would be like. And it was like just a bunch of like rovers and stuff. And then we're like, what it would actually be like. And it was like LA traffic and yeah. it's like an orange <laughs> storm. It's like, yeah, humans would definitely ruin Mars for sure. I know. Yeah. But it would, I think that's our future though, is, yeah. is expanding to different planets or even galaxies. I mean, yeah. You know, that that's, <laughs> maybe that's what the universe wants for us I mean, is. The debate will be, though, who's going to get their first China or U.S. or Russia, <laughs> yeah. or, you know. But <clears throat> when you're planning, when, when you're seeing things in the grand, like in the grand scope of the universe, mm -hmm. we know it's infinite. Like, yeah, we know that we're insignificant compared to infinite. The yeah, it's so insignificant that you can't even imagine how small compared to the everything because we haven't even seen everything and you can't yeah. even imagine everything that exists. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think like humans only have like 10,000 years of history. And like yeah. The universe is like billions of years older than that. And if, if the big bang theory is correct and that's, uh, you know, that's what I believe happened. Um, it, the universe is constantly expanding. Oh yeah. Expanding, <laughs> you know, like never <laughs> stopping. It's not just like, okay, there's a, there's this amount of the universe here. No, hmm. it's infinite. Meaning like, I don't think pe most people understand infinite it means I could, it, I think like it would have variations even in the universe that there are infinite universes. Oh yeah. Right? Like yeah. <laughs> it could be that like, big. Yeah. Like alternate dimensional. Yeah. Alternate dimensions. Like yeah. where I could have set this wall. I could have picked this water bottle up and maybe in another dimension, I never picked it up. Yeah. And what did that cause? Like, yeah, you know, that's something like, like, like a, such a like, yeah. surreal theory. I've been seeing a lot of movies doing that. Uh -huh. Like, you know, where like alternate dimensions if, or al not alternate, like different universes if you had done this or done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, done that. Yeah, definitely. The butterfly effect of yeah, it all. Makes me wonder like, you know, oh, like if my mother had just stayed in Costa Rica, would I just be a, a Tico running down the street? Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah, definitely interesting theory. I know, dude. It's I mean, crazy. It, it probably, I wouldn't be surprised if like something like that does exist. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, the world is just so chaotic and crazy. It's like, you know, you get to a point where you, you see so much stuff. You're like, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's invented a time machine yeah. and they're just not <laughs> telling anybody about it. You know, I know it's like, yeah, I mean, we, we have the, capacity to imagine it like what yeah. that would be right like movies have time machines like yeah. there's things that we've seen yeah. and imagined but there's also some parts of it like that we have created like with a, a computer and a fucking oh, iphone like yeah you know, like there's some things that oh, if you yeah. told a person a thousand years ago that we would have they'd say no what yeah. do you fuck that's blasphemy that's the, the weirdest that's, argument know, i ever terrible. saw was, <laughs> yeah. sorry yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> the weirdest argument i ever saw was someone said youtube is basically a time machine because okay. you can look at footage that was like shot over a hundred years ago and that's like the closest you're going to get to those people <laughs> really like, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. like it's actually insane that people like thought about recording that kind of stuff mm -hmm. like yeah like no joke you can actually watch footage of like a pope from like i think like 1901 the yeah. guy was born in 1810 and it's like you can actually see footage of him walking it's like yeah so surreal and yeah footage of world war ii some yeah, footage uh, of world war one like, oh yeah the yeah. film changed or yeah. video footage changed everything like once you could see it and i think that brought the world closer together too because mm -hmm. 
people were able to see other how other people live. Like photographers right. were able to capture what it's like living yeah. in and as a this result, area. We're able to examine it a lot better. Yeah. Because yeah. you you don't know how how would you know how somebody in Vietnam lives if you've never been there, you've never met the people there, and you've never seen any video of it. Like you just, you know, it's it doesn't even cross your mind. You probably don't like five hundred years ago, you probably didn't or I don't even know if Vietnam was a country 500 years ago, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, whenever. I think it was, um, yeah. It was like a bunch of fractured states. Yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't know if you were living in, you know, North America or whatever. Oh, yeah. So. It's funny you mention that because it's like the concept of nationality is like more of a modern thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think like ancient, like, the, I don't think the Mughal. It was more kingdom, yeah, right? I don't it think like the Mughal modern. Empire, you know, what is modern day India and Bangladesh. Yeah. I don't think they ever consider themselves like, oh, I'm Mughal. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like they not. just kind of were like, yeah, we exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just like this yeah. empire yeah. and everybody would just. Yeah. Everybody you know, just kind of existed. All in line, basically. Yeah. Like. That's why like there's like in this weird topic where like people say, oh, they like to fetishize flag because yeah. they're like every empire had a flag you know <laughs> yeah. the uh the roman empire had a flag the the han dynasty had a flag mm-hmm. but it's like you know this like made of history yeah. in a way cuz like there's like literally no, no. proof they ever had oh, like really? they had banners but like the concept of nationality mm-hmm. and like you know being that a you citizen were, that you were a part of this empire yeah. and like that's what you had to represent I mean, and everything i guess you could make the argument rome kind of thought that way mm-hmm. cuz everybody in the empire thought they were Roman. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess like, you know, the modern concept didn't come until like the 20th century with mm-hmm. all the nationalism and, you know, Oh, I'm German. No, I'm Serbian. No, yeah. I'm Costa Rican. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was more of a modern thing. Yeah. yeah. Now that you mention it. Yeah. It's definitely modern. Hmm. It's not something that's yeah, even, even like, you know, modern States, like the, even countries we think like, you know, Oh, they, they probably knew what they were like places like Egypt, you know, like the idea of nationalism is like a new thing, mm-hmm. you know, cause they were ruled by various countries like the British Ottoman, yeah. you know, just a bunch of different countries, so. different empires. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you look back in history and at that time, you, what, what empires and, and lar- large empires like the Roman empire, what, I think the reason why it was, um, why it fell apart was because you had to constantly defend it. Like mm-hmm. they, you had to have people on oh, the yeah. borders every oh, fucking day, twenty four seven, to like keep, make sure that this stays. I mean, you know, I mean, we're talking an empire literally going from modern day Morocco all the way to like modern day Armenia. Yeah, like, yeah. There was no freaking way they were gonna be able to govern all of that. That's no. why, like, they tried splitting it up into four. I think it was called Tetrarchs, te- Tetrarchies. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm probably screwing it up. Sorry. Yeah. We'll look <laughs> but, it up um, later. They like tried splitting it up, but like, you know, it's so tempting to like corruption and stuff. There was no way that was going to last. It's honestly a miracle. They made it to a thousand years. Cause it's yeah. like, well, I guess if you're those people who think like constant Constantinople was like Rome. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, yeah. believe it or not, there's still people who like say Rome never fell. Really? Cause there's this, <laughs> there's this whole thing where, there was this weird technicality and mm-hmm. this is going to, it's going to fuck you in the head. No offense. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't go know ahead. if you Look, can handle it. I, I'll, but, I'll try. My okay. Best. So I'll basically try. when Constantinople was overthrown by the Ottomans, yeah. um, the, uh, the last Roman emperor, basically he, it, it passed on to his brother and his brother tried getting help. He went to Hungary and all sorts of other countries to get help mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to help him. Okay. And basically he tried selling his title. Like I'm the Roman emperor yeah, and nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. Yeah. So his last dying thing he did, he gave the title to the king and queen of Spain. 
Really? Isabella I, and Ferdinand. Damn. So, so they, people technically argue that Spain is the new Rome. Oh, and okay. it's at first it sounds like no, it's not how it works. But, but isn't it, the yeah. king and queen? Do, they don't exist now, right? Or do um, they still? Spain still has a king. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, have... Philip the Fourth, I believe. That's his okay. Name. Yeah. Um, but, but they do they still run like government? Through him, or is it like a special uh, another um, I thing? I believe or? it's a constitutional monarchy, so like okay. he barely has any authority. Okay. But people have made the argument that he's technically the Roman emperor mm-hmm. because they passed this title. Yeah. And at first, it doesn't seem like it has a lot of credibility. But one of the compelling arguments is that Spain was historically like the second Rome in a way. Yeah, like they were the most Latinized providence, and you know, damn. I mean. I guess you can make the argument. It's just the title. It doesn't yeah, like they never. What what makes it official, right? Like, is yeah, it just it's, that guy saying it? And some then, people <laughs> think, oh, Rome never fell. This is Rome. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's just a, it's just kind of an interesting story. But literally, there's probably not really much credibility to it. It's yeah, just definitely. kind of a thing that like Roman fanboys like to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I know, dude. The, just the empires in general, like the the Mongol Empire, that fascinates me. <laughs> that fucking fascinates. It, it fascinates me. me how felt how like quickly it fell. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah. It just crumbled. And how? And also how quickly they gained territory, right? Like mm-hmm. they they started in this, like, you yeah. know, right. I think I think it was was it Mongolia, like the yeah, Mongolian Mongolia, steppe. Yeah, yeah. Around there, like near Russia, like on mm-hmm. that side of Russia, right. and they went all the way into China, got oh, yeah. uh, all the way across into. Uh, uh, what is it? Eastern Europe, like that region, like er, all across that Asia, basically. Oh yeah, and, uh, it was really impressive how far they got. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Like they, they made it all the way to Poland and like Hungary. Poland, like, yeah, that's really impressive. And with horses, bro, like no, yeah, no horseback. flights, no, yeah, just horseback and bow and arrows. Yeah. To, to kill people. I feel and, like it was easier back then to invade a country because, you know, it's not like today where I'll threaten nuclear war if you yeah. invade me. It's yeah. like now, back then, you know, you could just easily get on horseback and be like, this is mine now. Yeah. And, and there yeah. was no, any uh, forecasting of, you know, nowadays militaries have radars of every plane that flies by or anything that happens. Oh, yeah. There's, tr- it's tracked and security cameras. Before, like, some yeah. guy and some army could just go right through your village and you had no idea they were coming and you just had to do whatever they told you to do or else you'd, they'd yeah. kill you, right? I think, I, personally, this is a personal opinion, I think building an empire is kind of easy in the really? grand scheme of things. Keeping it together, how, that's how another How would you story. build it? How, if you, just as a, uh, like a, not just if you can, like if it was well, possible in your imagination, whatever, how, how would you go about building well, an empire? Where course. would you start? Like okay. if I place you, I'm you biased, could be placed in any location. I'm biased, but I think, uh, I'd, I'd like to make a Latin American empire because uh-huh. you know, I'm Central American. Yeah. I mean, there, there have been attempts. I don't know if you know that. Um, but to make I another empire. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you'd be surprised how many attempts there've been. Um, I'll get to that in a minute, but uh-huh. if I was to do it, I definitely want to, like invade several Latin American countries and, you know, just be like, this is mine now. And I'm like, if you culturally assimilate, you know, you get certain housing and stuff and mm-hmm. all that. And like, yeah, I just keep on going. And, you know, basically if they resist, it's like, nope, no, nope. we're going to move you somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I basically start with Mexico cause they got all the weapons and, you know, uh-huh. then I just keep going to Guatemala, El Salvador and maybe Belize if, you know, they want to. Yeah. They're, they're not really, I don't really consider them Central American. They're more like Caribbean and like, English or whatever. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'd probably keep going. But I personally don't think that would honestly happen because Latin America is really stubborn. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like they've tried uniting the countries, but like nationalism is just so high there. Uh-huh. It's like it's, it's never going to happen. Yeah. I, like, I think everybody wants yeah. like freedom. Like once you, I think I've never been a part of any imperialistic, you know, government. Oh, yeah. I don't think but, anyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nowadays, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, like just to imagine being part of, where this whole country has complete power over you and mm. you have to follow their culture, their, you know, language, everything that yeah. they well, do, you have to I do. I personally think it would be a little easier if everybody spoke the same language. And that was the case there. Mm-hmm. But um, like there was this country in Latin America called the Central American Confederation. I believe that's what it was called. Yeah. It's probably got some different name, but it, is, it was basically the gist. The problem with that was that... Um, it was too, like, the structure was too easy for corruption, mm-hmm. where, like, you'd have basically a guy from El Salvador ruling the whole providence, and, like, you know, he'd be like, oh, let the regional governor take care of that. It was really confusing, because they, 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 gover- they had a governor, and then they'd have a president of that same providence. Really? Yeah, it was really confusing. Like, I've tried figuring out the whole system, but mm-hmm. even I'm not exactly sure what they were trying to do. And it makes sense it fell apart because they got tired of that, you know? It's yeah. like, there's a civil war, there's like the threat of civil war happening every five minutes. It's like, <laughs> you're not going to want to be part of this union anymore. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's ironic because there was this guy, uh, Francisco Morazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tried reuniting everybody together. And then my mother's country, uh, Costa Rica, they... They said, no, we're not joining it again because yeah. they were basically the least focused on because mm-hmm. they focused on all the other countries except Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. Okay. So he invades Costa Rica, sets up a government, and then he gets betrayed <laughs> and gets executed. <laughs> and it's like there's so many episodes of that happening. There was another guy in Guatemala. Uh, he's actually on the uh, five Guatemalan bill. I don't mm-hmm. remember his name, but, you know. You can like yeah, flash yeah. a picture of that. Yeah. Anyway, he basically has this dream where he's like, I'm going to do what Otto von Bismarck did in Germany, where Otto von Bismarck made the Germans go to war with the French mm-hmm. and it united everybody together. When because, was that? Uh, this there. was in 1871. Oh, okay. Basically, he made the Germans want to fight the French. Like he said, look, they're like trying to start a war with us. If we unite <laughs> yeah. together, we'll be stronger. And that's how Germany was born. Damn. He's like, I'm going to do the same, but I'm in Guatemala. So he basically sends this. This is this is real, by the way. Okay. He sends a letter to El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Costa Rica saying, join my union or I'm going to invade you. <laughs> Only Honduras says, come on over. Yeah. El Salvador's like, fight me. Fight, and so yeah. he invades El Salvador and he gets killed by his own men. Damn. Like, no joke. And it was so awkward. The Guatemalans had to go home. Like, they literally marched out of Gu- out of El Salvador, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's conflicting reports how he died, but it's believed he was killed by his own men because they were so incompetent. Yeah. Like, you know, basically the, how the old guns work. I think they shot him in the back of the head by accident. <laughs> really? I feel bad for that guy who shot him. It must have been really awkward. It's like, <laughs> what do we do now? Yeah, they probably killed his ass, too. Like, some guy killed him because he shot. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But uh, like I said, there's been there's been more attempts after that. Like there was this famous guy, William, William Walker. Mm-hmm. He tried taking over Nicaragua. He was from uh, he was from Tennessee. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not even joking about this. He wanted to create a slave <laughs> colony in Nicaragua. 
What? And he's like, I'm going to expand the Confederacy down here. Well, the Confederacy wasn't a thing yet, yeah, but yeah. he's basically wanted to make it a slave state. Damn. And of course, you know, Central America was like, nope, they kicked him out. But yeah, he was like, like he wasn't, he wasn't like saying it, but he was implying, yeah. you know, Central America's next. But just one guy though. like Yeah, one guy. <laughs> of course. Um, I shit you not. He goes back to the US and he's like, I'm going to invade Honduras now. And the Hondurans got wind of this and they killed him. He's he's still buried there, by the way. Really? Yeah, you can see his grave. <laughs> Damn, that's but, crazy. Yeah. But they, like, this just goes to show that no, no, nobody that's human, bro, like, likes to be controlled by yeah. people. Like, no, no human would accept control yeah. and uh, abuse by a, a oh, ruling yeah. power. Especially like, if it's corrupt. I yeah. don't think you want to be part of a union where one providence is being focused and the others are just being like, eh, yeah. deal with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Like, you need to have yeah. freedom. Like people yeah. like, innately want to do what they want. Like, they I don't know if you noticed, but unions just don't last anymore. Like yeah. I'm not talking about like a federal government, like the European union or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking like union states between other states combining. Like you used to see that a lot more. Like, you know, you used to have like your Egyptian and Sudan and you know, mm. your, uh, Yugoslavia, but like now that doesn't happen anymore. Like I think the last union that like broke apart was like um it was like Serbia and Montenegro. It's oh, like, no. yeah, they just yeah. you know, a union just doesn't work anymore. It's like, you know, like countries can't combine anymore and you know, just like yeah, hope to solve everything because like one one providence is gonna be screwed. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, you want people just want to do whatever they want. Like if if a group of people decide that this is how we want to do things, this is how we want to run things, this is our economy. Yeah. You know, let them do that shit. Like, yeah. and when when other people have their own hands in it and try to fuck with it, just because they have a more powerful army, just because they 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 can, you know, the people that that like I, I personally I don't see the benefit in doing it. Like you had to yeah. you had to convince people of that land of that territory that. You should follow us. And that's a hard thing to do. Like, oh, yeah. Everything yeah. that they've grown up with, the culture, the yeah. food, the diet, like all uh -huh. that. And then now you had to say that, okay, here's this new shit. Yeah. Not gonna I mean, to. yeah. Like, there will always be people who are nostalgic for that. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's going to be a ton of people who said, that was awful. I hated living in that, you know, union and stuff. Yeah. But, like, yeah. It's like, I don't think we're ever going to see unions like that. Like, with... What Russia's trying to do with Ukraine, it's like they're trying to pull them as a providence. Yeah. It's like, I don't think stuff like that works anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can't, it's not like, like what like Russia's doing. They're like being very colonial. Yeah. And it's like, that's basically you, colonialism. You just can't bro. do that anymore. <laughs> You're it's trying like, to take away yeah, territory. It's like, you just know, through like pure yeah, firepower. Back in the it. old days, you could just like take any country you wanted. But like now you can't even do that really anymore. Cause it's like, you know, the governments are so like, you know, sad. It's like, Everybody expects to see a Ukraine on the map. They don't mm -hmm. expect to see it part of Russia anymore. It's yeah. like, you know, colonialism is basically a thing of the past. But I mean, neo-colonialism, on the other hand, that, <laughs> yeah. that's still going strong, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's crazy. Yeah. Like basically what China's doing, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're, we talked about that in the car. Right oh, over yeah. Here, bro. Like, it's basically what they do uh, for faithful viewers on there. <laughs> yeah. What they're doing is they're basically, hey. I'm going to build a bridge in Uganda for you. And like Uganda's like, sure, <laughs> totally. I'll take a free bridge. They build it. Of course, Uganda doesn't have the money to pay for it. And China's like, okay, it's my bridge and I'm going to make you pay interest for it. And basically this area is now mine. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're basically doing what the British did and then in you Hong had Kong. Pay, like that's a loan though. Like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you they they're yeah. gonna build it and here's the here's the debt you yeah. owe us now. I, and I, they're not gonna be able to pay that debt. Oh yeah. You know? I feel like though the one area of the world they're definitely driving influence in that people don't talk about and it honestly should be talked about is Latin America. Mm-hmm. I, I keep bringing it up, but like um for example, like in Nicaragua, they tried building a, another Panama Canal because the Panama Canal is expensive. And, you know, of course, is it owned by Panama, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. The yeah. U.S. gave up control, I believe, in the 90s. Yeah, I, I saw a video on that. It's fascinating. Oh, yeah. It's like Teddy Roosevelt uh, had this idea <laughs> and there was. Oh, yeah. You know, I love, it's a long ass story. But I love the story. Uh, I'll simplify yeah, it a yeah. little bit. But like, yeah, basically uh, the French and the. Uh, um, the French had built the uh, Suez Canal in Egypt. They yeah. wanted to do the same in Panama. It was a complete disaster. I think like 2,000 people died of malaria. Mm-hmm. And like the Colombian government, because at the time, Panama was Colombia. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they just, you know, wrote it off as a disaster. Uh, yeah, I know. The disaster was because it was through mountainous regions, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like, just a level... Like- you uh, see the Panama land, Canal today right? and it's like grassy land and stuff. But back then it was just jungle. Yeah, jungle. And it's like they literally <laughs> had to cut that and like can't imagine how sweaty those guys must have been. Yeah, and like and the humidity. Yeah, mosquitoes right? everywhere. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so basically um, I th- uh, 19th century comes, or 19th century, 20th, 20th century, century comes yeah. around. 1900s. And uh, basically Teddy Roosevelt's like, hey, I want to build a canal in Panama. <laughs> yeah. And Colombia this time, they're like, hell no, after what happened last time. <laughs> so what he does is conveniently Panama is having thoughts about independence mm-hmm. because um, Colombia had a civil war. And uh, it completely screwed them over because like for years they were like, hey, can you help us with this? And they're like, we're, we're focused on our own thing. It's like, <laughs> you know, tell your governor or whoever to fix it. Uh-huh. And like, they're just like, let's just become an independent country. Mm-hmm. And so what it is, is that the Colombians wanted to stop this independence movement. But the only way to get there was by train. Mm. And the Americans owned the train. <laughs> yeah. So the Colombians had to turn around and go home. And Panama became a country and yeah. then they built the canal. But, and there was like some agreement, right? With yeah, yeah. Uh, Teddy they made Roosevelt. An agreement like, where it would be American owned. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. They fucked. But <laughs> over the years that became a really shitty agreement. Cause it's like the Panamonians couldn't make that much money off of it. Mm-hmm. And like the real, only really money I think they were making on it was like through tourism items, like, you know, tourist items. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> they so they eventually actually, had yeah. to hand it back over. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, that must have been really messed up. It's like half your country split in half by American owned <laughs> territory. <laughs> I know, dude. And Teddy Roosevelt, bro, like he knew the only way that was that they were going to allow this is if he was on the Panamonian side. Is that Panamonian? Yeah, the Panamonian uh, okay, side. Okay, yeah, Panamonian side of letting them be independent. So he's like, yeah, I'll just join you guys, yeah, whatever. Gave them the guns. Yeah, gave told them everything. Them get it done. And we'll, yeah. we'll give you complete freedom, all right? Yeah. But well, just give us this, you I know? Mean, Here's a little side piece. I wouldn't say piece. complete freedom, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah not there complete. Because was, there was a lot of episodes of they were getting involved in their election. Like, I think Panama is the only recorded instance of the U.S. removing their president. Really? They had a president <laughs> who was, like, so into, like, he was literally allowing the Medellin cartel to like sell drugs mm-hmm. and like they also let up like that's why Panama's famous for you know oh the money wiring spot yeah because yeah. they were allowing these you know gangs and mafia mm-hmm. people to like have yeah, just banks. corruption yeah mm-hmm. damn but yeah it's the only instance I can think of where they actually forced a president like publicly like you know like you can actually see it like they actually kicked him out 
<laughs> and I've never seen that happen. Like when the U.S. like overthrows a president or anything, it's always sneaky. It's like it's a rebellion within the people that they're yeah. paying or it's like, oh, you know, this guy's a bad guy. And, you know, we're going to invade him like mm-hmm. you know what they did with Saddam. But like Panama's the only example I can think of where they they didn't even hide it. They wanted him out of office. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, that's like, can you like that's such a weird thing, like yeah. seeing a country overthrow another country's president. Like yeah, He was dude. a bad guy, but like it's like. You know, <laughs> yeah. crazy. I mean, you and know. then you were saying uh, about China now starting a new uh, yeah. canal that they want to make. <laughs> yeah. So basically, can you the, pull this up a little bit? Uh, yeah, the, there you go. the Panama Canal is basically um, really expensive. And um, when the U.S. owned it, they could block any ship they wanted. Mm-hmm. So like the Soviets hated it because they'd have to go around like the coast of Argentina and, you know, all the way up there to yeah, go to the that takes Pacific. So long. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, they actually talked to Nicaragua in the eighties about building a canal mm-hmm. because, you know, they were tired of that treatment. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if you know this, Nicaragua became communist in the seventies and up oh, until really? like the nineties when it became, um, basically, you know, a democracy. Yeah. Again. Is that probably, that's probably, uh, yeah. because the U S had uh, influence. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you, know? you have no idea how crazy that <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. I think Nicaragua was the U S playground along with Panama and Colombia. Yeah. Or, Anytime, Columbia, like during Cuba. that time, if you said if any country was like communist, just know the U.S. was going to be there with <laughs> like expedited oh, army, yeah. everything, Navy. Yeah. That was whatever. that was a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah, basically the U.S. put this family called the Somoza uh-huh. family in charge of Nicaragua. They hated him. They hated him. <laughs> uh, no joke. He was assassinated in Panama by a Nicaraguan revolutionary. Yeah. Guy. And uh they were partying. They party. They party. I talked to uh, my, uh, uh, I'm just going to say an older woman. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say who. Because yeah. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to take it's long. I'm going to be like, she's a, she's a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she told me that literally they were partying when he died. Uh, his name is Anastasio Somoza. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then his son goes to power. Really? And so, yeah, basically that was for nothing. But yeah, then uh, that son dies and another son also called Anastasio Somoza to make things even more confusing. Yeah. He basically got overthrown by the communist Sandinista. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still a political party, by the way. Really? And then Nicaragua became communist. And so the Soviets and Fidel, Uncle Fidel, mm-hmm. started negotiating with them and they were going to see if it was possible to build a canal through the lakes. But mm-hmm. there was only one problem. Um, this pen, uh, this canal would have caused a disruption between a lake going into Costa Rica and likely polluted it. Yeah. So they told them, we don't want you to build this canal. And that really upset them because they were hoping the Soviets would be, you know, cool with that. Yeah. And so that never went anywhere. And then in the 2000s, they were in talks with uh, China because, you know, the other mm-hmm. the other ally they had <laughs> actually, believe it or not, they got friendly relations by um, not recognizing Taiwan anymore. Oh, yeah, that's, that's how they that's got that. Yeah, China made a deal with them. We'll 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 become better friends with you if you stop supporting Taiwan. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, basically China looked into building a canal because there's two central lakes in Nicaragua, mm-hmm. and the theory is if you just build the canal, it'll go right through. Mm-hmm. But of course, the problem came up this time. I think the Costa Ricans were still, um, like you know, like don't build around this lake area. I think that's another debate that came up, but I think this time it was more towards money that caused the project not to go anywhere. And also 
the hundreds and hundreds of jungles you're going to be cutting through. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't think, acres of land, like, right? I don't think you can build the Panama Canal today because of the amount of people that died building it mm. of disease. So like it would definitely be, yeah, it would be, it would be uh, uh, yeah. publicized. Also an greatly. environmental, you know, environmental, yeah, environmental issue. Like, yeah. I think one of the main concerns too, was that the lakes were going to be destroyed because those are like historical lakes. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at a map of Panama, you'll see them. They're literally right there. Yeah. But and yeah. if you cut through them, like you don't know what yeah. the water is going to do. Like oh, it yeah. could go anywhere. Right. Oh yeah. So that never went anywhere. Oh shit. My. <laughs> that never went anywhere, but um, yeah, there you go. we'll definitely see. Cause they're still interested in the idea of building a canal. Cause it would be cheaper than the one in Panama. Mm-hmm. Of course, Panama doesn't want that, but you know, they can't do anything about it, but <laughs> yeah. definitely interesting that China of all people want to build a canal in Nicaragua. Yeah. It definitely they seems probably, like they're probably going to do what yeah. the U S did at first was like, Hey, we're going to own this now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. But Nicaragua on the other hand is, is a complete like weird place. Yeah. Like not culturally, but like, cause Politically. The, guy, the guy who's in charge right now, Daniel Ortega, he was the president when they were communists, when they were Sandinista. He was the president from 79 to uh, 92. <laughs> and he's been president since 2007, keep in mind. Uh-huh. And he, yeah, like he's been having a lot of issues because like people don't like him anymore because the country's like declined rapidly. Mm-hmm. And like actually in Costa Rica, when I was there, there was a huge population of Nicaraguans because a lot of them fled yeah. from Nicaragua. And, yeah. yeah. And there's like... It, was it um did do they have high inflation there that's also might be a uh, i a think so i think the cost of living has gone up because yeah. i saw that they were having anti-sandinista protests but because the sandinista party is still the dominant party there mm-hmm. like they had a couple of presidents and then he came back and he's like turned into a bit of a dictator like <laughs> he said he said this i think in 2019 or 2020 uh-huh. that he wants to give the presidency to his son I'm pretty sure that's not how a democracy works. works. And people are like, you know, it's funny. This guy fought Somoza and Uh now he's turned exactly into him. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's basically that whole quote from the dark Knight. you know, either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's it's basically that I know it's like shocking. Yeah. Like when you become, when you feel the power of what it, what you have, like now you have influence. Yeah. And he's, he's loved by the older generation because like they think he's, well, some people think, you know, Oh, he was more sidelined and he acted more important than he was Mm -hmm. because there were other people, but like very, um, you know, famous over there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll see. There's been, there's always that rumor that comes up. He hasn't been seen in three weeks. Is he dead? Uh But like, (laughs) then he reappears and it's like, yeah, it's like those rumors with the queen where they're like, is she dead? Are they, are, you know, is, is Biden dead? Yeah. And like, then he reappears <laughs> he a couple reappears, weeks later, yeah. but we'll see where it goes. I don't, I think he's probably going to be like Putin where he doesn't let go of the power and just stays in office Damn. as long as he wants to. Yeah. And, and with, is it with, with uh, Nicaragua, right? Um, do they have a term limit or is it just any um, I time? think they did, but, they did, but he, he's not he doesn't following care, it. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like there's some countries where you have multiple people as president. Mm-hmm. Like I think Costa Rica, they've had several people that were president like three times. Yeah. But like, it's not like here where, you know, it's two terms. Mm-hmm. And but like I, everybody expects but, that and like yeah. follows it. And well, like when you become dictator, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't, Although he claims he's not a dictator, but he keeps winning the elections. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, you got to get to a point where you're like, 
are you a dictator? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like what's happening with the votes? Like if, if yeah, uh, f- like 60% of the people are like, wait, that's not who I voted for. I mean, you know? from what I've seen, he doesn't seem like he's popular, but there's still that older generation that support him mm. from like the eighties when they remember all the improvements he made to the standard of living and all that. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, Damn. it's like, it's like very strange because it's a love and hate relationship. Mm hmm. I've seen like a lot of dictators like that where like they're like considered malevolent. Like they know they're a dictator, but mm-hmm. you know, they, they just don't care. I know. Like, we, dude, we haven't heard. And just by you uh, saying dictator, I was like thinking we haven't heard from North Korea in a long time, bro. Like I remember <laughs> yeah. uh, Kim Jong-un would be in the news like every, every fucking week. Minutes. Yeah. Like every week Trump would be over yeah. there. He it was, he was like yeah. meeting him. It was so funny <laughs> yeah. you mentioned that because I remember someone was like, we haven't heard from North Korea in a while. Yeah. And then I saw a news article that they said, oh, don't worry. We're, we're still testing our weapons. Oh, shit. Yeah. I feel like they know even I feel like they're almost like an attention seeking country. I know. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> like, know, every time we think something's OK, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to test a missile. And, yeah. Know. Yeah. They, they, they might have they could have done something. <laughs> I don't know. With the. Uh, like Russia, like they, they just keep quiet from every country, basically. Yeah, definitely the uh, most closed. Yeah, closed yeah. off. Their uh, their nickname is the Hermit Kingdom. The right. Hermit Kingdom, yeah. Yeah, that's what they called Korea before the 20th century. But oh, okay. Yeah, um, they're still called that in a way because they're, you know, very yeah, closed. Recluse. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, I, know, I don't know how the people. It's, it's funny you there. mentioned that. That's crazy. Because I remember seeing a video that people in South Korea actually don't want a united Korea. Because mm-hmm. they think it would be a disaster. So when... Uh, yeah, especially with yeah. the diverse, when, like that disparate of uh, way of, of living, you know, like one one area where you have to obey this person, you have to obey this government. And the other is like, you know, so I don't know how South Korea runs their shit, but it yeah. seems like it's, uh, you know, a little more freedom and they could do whatever they want, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, I remember seeing that... uh. The main reason they don't want it is because they've studied the statistics of when West and East Germany reunited Mm. and how the problem with that was it was great. And it was, you know, wonderful that these people who had been divided for so long finally reunited. The problem was that a bunch of unskilled laborers fled to the West and the East was completely almost (laughs) like left abandoned. Mm. And what they're afraid is when North and South Korea finally reunite most of the North Koreans are going to flee to the South Mm. and it's going to be flooded with unskilled laborers and the North is going to be completely abandoned. Yeah. And also it, it, yeah, people would see like, Oh, this is way better over here. Why why haven't I seen this? (laughs) And also I think like it's an economic thing because I think with East Germany, they had to pay like a certain, like they had to, send money to East Germany to build up the infrastructure so yeah. that it could be, you know, <laughs> up to the standards of the West. Yeah, yeah. And like, you can still see the divide even to this day on like Google maps, like really? how divided it is. Like that they're a little behind. Like, or yeah. Something. Like East Germany is still somewhat like agnostic and atheist. Mm-hmm. Whereas West Germany still has a big population of Catholics and Christians. Oh, okay. And, you know, there's also certain things like, like, I think even in West and East Berlin, you can still see the light fixtures are, you know, a different color. Yeah. Yeah. Like the divide is still there. And, it's it, you know, of course, now you can make the argument they've culturally assimilated. But mm-hmm. there's still some people who say like East Germany just kind of 
is still there in some form or another. Yeah. That's the problem with dividing a country. And another issue people were saying is that the Korean language has changed significantly. Mm-hmm. Like the Korean spoken in South Korea is a lot more almost westernized in a way. Like they've adopted words. Like I saw one example where they were like, oh, they refer to, you know, like juice is, you know, literally the pronunciation of juice. Yeah. Whereas like in North Korean, I think it's, it's like the water Korean. juice or something like, you uh-huh. know, it's yeah. like a weird configuration. <laughs> it's like they speak more of a traditional type of North Korean. Mm-hmm. Korean. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, of course that I don't think that would be too much of an issue. Yeah. It, I would. I think in the beginning it would. But like once you yeah. start learning, like, it's, it's, I mean, like yeah. I said, these are all predictions. We don't know how it will turn out if it ever does happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't, it will. Like, I mean, as of right now, the way that Kim Jong Un has a yeah. has a has his hand on the throat of that country, like, oh, yeah. there's no way. I mean, yeah, you never know; it could yeah, happen. Yeah. But like, I think I don't think anybody wants to try. Yeah. Like we we mentioned nowadays with uh with war, the the anybody that tries to invade anybody else, if they have like nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. you never want it to go to that and, point, right? Yeah. Also with China being yeah, with in China. that area. It's like they've got a grasp on North <laughs> yeah. Korea, too. Like, it's almost like their little playground, even though, you know, they're kind of excluded out of there in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's punishable if you're caught using the Chinese UN. Really? Like, because they want you to use their own money, <laughs> yeah. even though it's basically monopoly money at this point. Yeah. Like, damn. But it's like just weird, you know, it's a weird country. And I don't know where it's going to be in the next 50 years. Maybe it'll be part of Korea. Maybe they'll overthrow Kim and it'll be just, you know, they'll rename it something new. <laughs> They're like, we're P- Pajongers or yeah, what is the capital? Yeah. Pingjong? I, P- yeah. Yeah. yeah Pingjong. Something like that. They're, gonna, they're just going to call themselves that instead of Koreans. Cause they're so different from Koreans at this point. It's like, yeah. it's like, you know, even if they get freedom, it's like, do they become their own country? I like, know. There's so many examples of countries like that where they should be together, but they're so different. It's like, you know, like I think a a really good example is like Germany and Austria. Oh, it's like yeah. they spoke they both speak German but culturally they're really different. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's always that argument that they should be together. Yeah. But of course, you know, you don't want that because like then you're going to be supporting people like Putin who are like <laughs> Ukrainians belong with Russia <laughs> yeah. because they speak a similar language. <laughs> you know, I don't think anyone should ever be forced into something like I that. Know. But there are a couple countries that I really think should form together. Like there's this one in Eastern Europe called uh, Romania mm-hmm. and their neighbor is called Moldova yeah. and they have a similar culture and language. The only difference is they were both colonized by different people. The Romanians were colonized by uh, the Ottomans mm-hmm. and then the Moldovans were colonized by the Russians. Yeah. So like they have different influence, <laughs> but I honestly feel like they should be together even though they have cultural differences and you know, all that. Yeah. And they're one union together. They had a union together. It, it didn't go that well because mm-hmm. they had a king and he was a, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like he literally, like literally he ran away from Romania to go live with his mistress and left his 10 year old son to be the prince. <laughs> 10 years old. Yeah. 10 years old. And then he comes he's back like and he's like, country. okay. He's like, look at me, look at me. I'll be the king now. <laughs> yeah. And then the Nazis come and uh, he puts his son in charge again. Damn, and unfortunately bro. his son his son was not incompetent but his son just kind of was a pushover yeah so they let this other guy come in he was a monster Damn. Like, i think his name was eon 
Eon something. I'm really bad with names. Uh-huh. What country was that again? Romania. Romania. Damn. Yeah. And yeah, like for years they've been wanting Moldova and Romania to join, but it's like Moldova's like, you know, oh, we can't because Russia. Because, mm-hmm. you know, dude, Russia's like, like sometimes the stuff they do is like so insane. <laughs> like, I kid you not, when Moldova was getting independence, there was this part of Moldova that had ethnic Russians mm-hmm. and they said, we don't want to go. We want to remain part of the Soviet Union. So they went to war with Moldova. This area is called. Transnistria. Really, really I would Russian. never had a, that sounded really Russian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I would uh, never know how to pronounce yeah. that. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so they had this war in Moldova, of course, lost. But now, um, I think like at least a thousand Russian troops occupy that area, really? and it's such an ingenious move by like Russia because what it does is that they can't join NATO because if they join NATO, they have the risk of. Transnistria invading them mm. and then if they join Romania Transnistria is going to invade them so mm. it's like Russia's way of keeping them closer to them so yeah. a lot of people say that's why the union can't happen because you know if they join that union they're they're screwed because that area is going to like screw them over yeah yeah it's then the Russians get involved and yeah yeah like that was a speculation during the Ukrainian Russian war that troops from Transnistria were going to start heading to Ukraine mm. but I don't believe that's happened yet at the moment yeah. but it's a real possibility that what they're trying to do is they're going to cut off Ukraine from the coastline and Ukraine shares a border with uh, Moldova mm. and they could easily just reach there and then you know and then now they have two they, sides yeah right? they have a connection yeah but damn. we'll see where that goes I don't know <laughs> yeah. there's been a lot of speculation that's about crazy that. bro like yeah, yeah Putin's a like, fucking madman bro like <laughs> who well, would think like just yeah. to have the control that he has, like the power, like he, oh, yeah. he seems like a really intelligent person, but you could have used that intelligence to like improve the world, you know, like you yeah. had to conquer territory. Exactly. Like you, you could do a I lot mean, other, a lot more other I shit. Think, I know? think considering him a madman is dangerous because, you know, it's kind of like with Hitler where people think he was a idiot. He he definitely was an idiot in some parts. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he wasn't. I'm Jewish, by the way. Yeah, so yeah. I I hate him. Uh-huh. Like I literally do. Um, but like in some parts, you see like a man who really thought things through. Sophisticated. Know, like he looked at the failures of the first world war and he's like, we're not going to be in a stalemate with France. We're going to completely go in there mm-hmm. like full force. Yeah. And, and like, I saw a documentary recently about him. And it showed his speeches and it was like translated. Yeah. And now I understand like why this guy was that powerful. Yeah. And it, yeah. it was his way of communicating to people that, you know, what, what happened to us in world war one, like that, that's not going to happen again. Like we're, yeah. we're, we could grow past this. Like, oh, yeah. we, like he was a motivational speaker, basically. That's, that's uh, basically that, what Putin did. You know, <laughs> that, yeah, that brought the whole country together. And yeah. eventually when everybody was on board, you know, as many people that, that, that were on, that he brought together, they're like, okay, let's do this. We have a plan, military, this, that, oh, yeah. technology. And then they, they went and did it. Like, it was yeah. crazy. That's basically what Putin did, if you think about it. Because yeah. after the collapse of the Soviet Union, Russia was not in a good spot. They had a, you know, their their next president after Gorbachev <laughs> left was Boris Yeltsin. And it's a complete <laughs> joke. He, like, yeah. let the country completely descend into chaos. And, you know, Putin came in and he seemed like, oh, I'm going to fix everything. And, you know. Of course, I think your average Russian would be like, yeah, he definitely did a lot of good. But, you know, definitely he almost, you know, copied Hitler in a way. Yeah, but the power he has is, you know, pretty much infinite. 
because he just owns everything. Like he has a a, oh, yeah. a part in every business. Like all the major businesses right. that are in Russia, like he's a he part of them. He also controls the oligarchies. You know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you have influence over every aspect, like yeah, it's it's hard to let go of that, right? Yeah. If you if if when when you're in that position, it's hard. Humans are just like exactly. for some reason greedy. Like we have that that yeah, in our mind urge. of we want more, right. we want more control, more power, and you had to fight that. You you can't uh, yeah. allow that part of you to control your life, right? Or else oh, yeah. you know you're gonna do dumb shit like invading Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it seems like he had definitely been planning this for oh, some time now. Yeah, like n- not many people know about this, but he went to war with Georgia. And mm-hmm. he took certain parts of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that was almost a test run because he wanted to see what the West would do. Yeah. Almost. You Did know? they do? And I, I didn't even they hear didn't about that. Anything. Like, I didn't. Nothing. Yeah, they, nothing. I guess, you know, that's one thing that really pisses me off. It's like when a country is considered valuable is when they have resources. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, you know, all of the stuff that was going on in Ukraine, they like put down a lot of other countries. It was really disgusting what happened. Like there was a news reporter that said, oh, you know, this is a westernized country. It shouldn't be happening to them. And it's like, so it should be happening to the Middle Easters. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's like very backwards. Mm -hmm. It's like when a country has oil, it's important. But when it doesn't have any resources, like Georgia was invaded and nobody cared. And like Ukraine is being invaded and like. Now the whole world is on the. I guess you could technically make the argument it's because it's closer to Europe and, you know, they don't want that spelling in, but it almost feels like they're also, there was a lot more push this time because of resources too. Yeah. Cause Ukraine is rich with oil mm-hmm. and other resources. And you know, the West has been trying to pull them in yeah. and Russia has been trying to pull them. So it's almost like a tug of war between yeah. the two. Yeah. Do you oh, think yeah. at any point, like let's probably not in recent, uh, probably not in the next hundred years, but let's say a thousand, 10,000 years. Do you think that, will ever get to the point where there's no country and it's just like all humanity exists. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe, but that would mean one person would have to take over everybody. And no, no, no like it wouldn't be any person. Like oh. it would just be like everybody exists. Like there's like, so we're going to go, just, we're going to go back to like Mesopotamia and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Montecico and just, you know, live in huts and, you know, basically say, Oh, we're humans. <laughs> yeah, we're humans, but like I don't know. It, I think it could be developed better than what it was. Like this, everything has changed, right? Like uh, at ten thousand years ago, there wasn't democracy. Now there's democracy, yeah. right? So like, what's like, the next thing? What's think, the evolution? And how how can it get better? I think it could. I think it could get to that at some point, but not right now. Yeah, definitely. That's what it's I'm gonna, saying. Like, I mean, unless you know. I honestly think it wouldn't come to that unless like nuclear war happened. Mm. And then they're like, you know what? Our people screwed us over. We're just going to be a civilization. (laughs) There's no, you know, nationality. It's just humankind. There you go. Humankind. That might happen. Like I saw a comment uh, (laughs) on one YouTube video of like competition and nationality of like some uh, people supporting soccer teams. And he said in the future, we're probably going to have earth versus Mars. (laughs) <laughs> that's gonna yeah happen. yeah everybody's yeah, like, gonna come together yeah so that uh, all of earth and then the people on mars so that's gonna oh, be crazy yeah. <laughs> that'd be great it'd be the martian war basically yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean who knows man? it could happen i know i mean yeah we always we're humans we always find dumb ways to dumb go to war. shit bro like, like yeah there's 
<laughs> there's so many dumb wars I can think of right at the top of my head. Like there's the war of the emus, you know, that, you know, that famous what? one where they went to war with the birds. What, what happened in Australia? With that? Oh, so basically in Western, I don't think I've heard of it. No. In Western Australia, they basically had a bunch of open farmland. And basically after the first world war, they needed to give their farmers land in yeah. Western Australia as a compensation for fighting. And unfortunately, the emus, which are a national bird of Australia, mm -hmm. they go to the western part of Australia to, you know, basically find food. Yeah. And they found a bunch of crops. And these are wooden gates. They're not like today's modern large fences. So they easily get in and eat the crops. And the farmers are like, there's going to be a problem. So Australia goes to war with their national bird. <laughs> and like, I'm not even kidding. What it was is they had couple guys on like machine guns shooting down a bunch of birds really and it was it was really and they tried to kill like every single one um not every or, single one they wanted to kill like at least like i think like a couple thousand yeah i think they only killed about like ten thousand or something that's not nearly enough though because you know yeah they, they, they just probably populate they repopulate pretty quickly yeah but yeah <laughs> what ended the war was they managed to find a new way to protect their crops oh okay but yeah, yeah like really dumb war. Yeah, dumb Although, shit, bro. I think my favorite one has to go to the golden turkey of worst war has to be <laughs> Ecuador versus the goats. The goats? Yeah. What happened with that? Okay, so I'm sure you've heard about the Galapagos Islands. Yeah. It's where Darwin got his theory of evolution. Mm -hmm. Anyway, there was a problem there. Unfortunately, I'm not entirely sure who did this. Somebody thought it's an island. Mm. Want to know it'd be great on an island? Goats. <laughs> goats. And unfortunately, <laughs> goats eat everything. Everything. <laughs> so the native population of turtles weren't able to like sustain. Yeah. And there was a real threat of extinction. So some so, guy just brought goats yeah, on yeah. there. <laughs> so the Ecuadorian military <laughs> and the government was like, okay, we're going to have to exterminate all the goats off the island. Yeah. You know, I feel like it would have been just cheaper to take them, put them somewhere else maybe, mm -hmm. but they decided to do that. So literally <laughs> imagine there's an Apache or whatever helicopter they were using yeah. at the time, literally machine gunning goats and they're just falling off of the cliff. Damn. Yeah. I think they killed about like 3000 goats, but yeah. here's the crazy part about it. It worked. It worked. The really? turtles were able to repopulate and their population went from like, I think like 2000 to like over like, like 20,000. Yeah. And it was, it was actually, you know, it actually benefited it. But a lot of people were criticizing them. They're like, did you really have to kill the goats? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's so messed up. Like they literally went to war with the goats. Like the army was literally on a mass scale. Like, yeah, with helicopters, machine guns, like fucking yeah, it's out like, the window. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, like it's got to be one of the dumbest wars, but at the same time, ecologically, yeah, you know, the turtles have benefited off of it. But I know it, they're doing they're trying to do something similar. It's not like a war, but yeah. uh, in Texas, there's uh, hogs like wild hogs that mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty sure they're they're eating what I think it's it has to do with farmland or something else. Like I, I, I forget mm -hmm. the exact uh, reason why they're they're doing it but yeah. it's like a they're probably disrupting like crops yeah it's like or something. Uh, uh what's the species where you can't get rid of it or like i forget what it's called that's a lot of them like mice bunnies yeah 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 it's a lot of those species yeah it's like lionfish also i forget the exact word there's a word for <laughs> that type of species that uh that's brought in uh that wasn't supposed to be there mm. and now it's populated uh 
more. I forget the fucking name, but whatever. <laughs> I can't um, think of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now I think Texas is, you. if, if you kill uh, that hog, like you could go and, and Texas will pay you personally for killing those mm. hogs. Wow. Right. Like, so you could, you could grab your gun if you have a gun or whatever <laughs> and just like start shooting at hogs and good God. Yeah. And so they want to uh, limit that population because they just keep on producing at such a high level that it's hard to to maintain like a, a, a good population of them. That that honestly brings up the famous question, man versus wild. Yeah. You know, nature is just there and it's like, we got to put up with it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you occasionally see videos of like elephants going on rampages in like Myanmar or India. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you at the at the same time it's like killing people but can you really blame it i mean they get really upset when they're pregnant yeah and like yeah no you you can look up videos they literally go into towns and just destroy them destroy it damn yeah. but i don't really feel like it's i don't really feel like it makes sense to go after them and kill them mm-hmm. cuz they're animals yeah. they they do whatever they want <laughs> yeah no there's this funny story in india where there was this elephant going into villages on purpose and destroying them they gave him the aptly titled name Osama bin Laden, the <laughs> elephant. You can look this up. This is a real Wikipedia page. Osama bin Laden, the yeah, elephant. They named him that. I'm not kidding. And no, they, they realized it was this one elephant that was like around, I think like 30 years old, mm-hmm. who kept attacking random villages. Like he was doing it on purpose. It's not like regular elephants where they attack villages because they're in a bad mood or something or they want to defend themselves or something this elephant was literally caught doing it on purpose like he was literally he would go attack a town and then go to another one right after like (laughs) they figured he must be doing it on purpose yeah so unfortunately they they tried hunting it down and they claimed they got him Mm -hmm. but just like the real Osama bin Laden, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> really, with the real one, you think they? It's a, it's a conspiracy. I don't know. I didn't see nobody. I'm oh, okay. sorry. I mean, the the guy who who apparently you know shot him, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, you know he sells like millions of books now because yeah, I don't I forget know. his name. I'm he's suspicious a, he's a cool dude, because though. I guarantee you with a guy like Osama bin Laden, he probably had body doubles, mm. and I don't know. I mean, I know they don't want to release the footage, but if they can release the that disgrace of a footage of what happened with that school shooting, mm. I think they can release the footage of Osama bin Laden getting yeah. shot. I don't believe that that should be out of the public eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can find all sorts of disturbing videos from like Live Leak doesn't exist anymore, but you can find videos of killings and stuff like that. But yeah. we're not allowed to see the killing of Osama bin Laden. Like, really? I know. Like, that's suspicious to me. Yeah. That they that they don't that they still haven't allowed yeah. the footage to come out and like yeah. yeah like then any evidence that could prove it's him they just dispose him in the sea I get it because you know in Islam you know you got to be buried and mm-hmm. you gotta I'm not I'm not really sure the tradition but uh you know it's just suspicious to me that like they have it's no there's no proof there's I mean they they say they have proof and they found a bunch of files but it could have been any other guy <laughs> yeah okay I mean. Mm-hmm. I want, I want video. Yeah, and like yeah. if there's no video, it didn't happen <laughs> it to didn't me. Happen. <laughs> like you may have seen Bigfoot, but if you don't got no video, if he's still alive, bro, you. that is fucking crazy, bro. Cause <laughs> you would have to not like change your whole appearance. Like maybe like change your thumbprint, like everything it, it, that, it, that they could possible. track you on. You had I mean, to change. It's possible. 
I mean, yeah. you, you, he, he could have just shaved the beard, got rid of it, gotten clean, and just, yeah. you know, <laughs> moved back to Saudi Arabia, and now he's living there. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's just a theory. Who knows? Maybe they got him, and I'm just talking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But knows for unless sure. I see, until the day the video comes, because I know they recorded a video, because, like, the Navy SEALs, you know. Yeah. Or they always whoever have, it was. Yeah. They, they always have uh, record yeah. or the camera on. Definitely yeah. a little suspicious. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But... That's <laughs> going back to Osama bin Laden, the elephant, <laughs> they don't know if they killed the right elephant because they're like, the elephant was younger or the elephant was older. Mm. So who knows? Osama bin Laden, the elephant could be still out there in India. <laughs> <be still>. But <laughs> how, uh, how long do elephants live for? Though? Uh, like, I think they, they can live up to like, I think like 50 to 50. 70 years or something like that. Damn. They look pretty long. They live, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, yeah, like, you know, you see, you always see sometimes on Instagram, those people who pose with an elephant, they took with a, like, they took a photo of the elephant when they were a kid and, you know, then the elephant's still alive, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they get, they, like, they reunited or whatever. quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, elephants and turtles are my favorite animals. Mm-hmm. I love them. Turtles live for quite a while, too, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, the sea turtles are, like, I don't even know if this is correct. Maybe it's, like, 100 years, right? For sea turtles? I think they can live up to 200. 200, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, Yeah, I remember there was this, uh, there's this one turtle who lives in Britain, Mm -hmm. and he's like over like 250 years old. 250? Yeah, he's he's pretty old. God Uh, damn. I'll have to, I'll have to look him up. Imagine if, if humans could live that long. Like, what do you think? Would you think it would benefit? (laughs) Yeah, would you think it would benefit? humanity or or mm, to live longer or I'm, not i'm sort of biased but i personally think it would be a disaster disaster because if you live to be 250 you're gonna see your children your grandchildren your grandchildren's children and even more people die in front of you <laughs> like can you imagine how many times you'd have to remarry yeah. <laughs> like seriously i mean yeah but ha- like, what if everybody was like the, the what if the natural age for everybody to get was like around 150 like most people would live to 150 yeah that's that still would, be pretty exacerbated yeah yeah i mean there are families where they have been extended over the period of time like um um james taylor who mm-hmm. was president of the united states he was born in 1791 he still has a grandson alive really his grandson was born in 1928 damn yeah, what it is Grandson, is that. So that's, yeah, yeah, that's not even what that. What it is is that, that he much he, of a generation gap. Yeah, what it is is that he married. He married like he was an old man, and he married a young woman, mm. and then she gave birth to his son, like in the eighteen fifties, yeah. and then he married a younger. Like he had like he had kids already, but like he married a younger woman, and then they had one more kid. Damn, and that was you know, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> his. So he basically had a son when he was in his 70s. Just keep that in mind. (laughs) And then basically his son did the same thing. He had multiple kids. And then in the 20s, he remarried again. And then he gave birth to a son, uh, two sons, and they're still alive. So this family's been extended for a long period of time. It's really messed up if you think about it. Just because they married late, like again, late, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could probably do that. Yeah, anybody could do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I don't know if it was strategic. Like they're like planning. Yeah. Okay, this guy has to be here in yeah. the two thousands. It's you know? pretty incredible because that guy can tell people, "Hey, my grandfather, he was born in seventeen ninety one, and was the president." Yeah, <laughs> like you yeah, say. it's kind of insane. It really shows you how like how like you know generations can really be spread out. 
Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, if you really put your head into it, you can really think, oh, you know, a hundred years ago, like was only like two generations or three generations ago. Yeah. Like two like, lifetimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's really, it, it really shows you like how, how like, how like small everything really is mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. And how much it's developed and changed like oh yeah for a hundred years ago to uh 1920s to right now 2022 oh, yeah. is such a, a a broad difference in how humans are like how we communicate how things are not just technology mm-hmm. but like every our values what we care about it's, oh, yeah. it's so drastic and, and yeah. different I mean, yeah, that family literally went through like significant change (laughs) of the American landscape. And yeah, Yeah. I like to say like, oh, those are like one of those families where they're along for the ride. You know, like my family is definitely one of those. You know, we just kind of go with the flow, if you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, I ended up here in the States and uh, I'm I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then you were saying you wanted to apply for citizenship for Costa Rica too, right? So (laughs) yeah. I really want to become a Costa Rican citizen. Not that yeah. anything bad is going to happen here, but I just want to back up just yeah. in case. Costa Rica is the, probably one of the most beautiful countries in the world. Though. Oh, yeah. It's I freaking love it. I've been there three times. Yeah. I went there when I was, I think like I was three. Then the second time was when I was nine. And then recently in 2019, I went. Yeah. And that was before the pandemic. Oh, my my God. <laughs> oh, I wish I had known. I would have, I would have just stayed that, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know it's paradise, bro. It's like, uh, oh, yeah. they keep, uh, I'm glad they keep, uh, all the rainforest and stuff that it's like protected. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty They've sure. Got, right. Yeah. Basically yeah. areas that, you know, are marked off. Yeah. It should be that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And because if you keep on developing land uh, developing like housing and shit like that, you, you ruin the beauty of yeah. the, of the landscape and you can't reproduce that. Oh, yeah. you can't, and then like, on, compared to corruption on the other Latin American States, it's definitely not as bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, of course, like, like every country, bro, is corrupt. Even the U.S. Country. is corrupt. Dude, they're, they're, <laughs> oh, every country is corrupt. Oh, yeah. The, the president would like to know your location. <laughs> yeah. FBI is outside yeah. right now. <laughs> FBI should be knocking down the store any minute. Yeah. yeah. But uh, going back to that, um, Costa Rica is really unique in the fact that we have no army. Really? Yeah. Panama it's like also Switzerland, doesn't have right? army. Yeah. Yeah. Switzerland's so, crazy too. So it's, it's this crazy story. You know, I guess I'll, oh, I'll tell you because uh-huh. <laughs> drive up the suspense. Yeah. So. Um, in 48, we elected this guy named Raul mm-hmm. and he was a very weird guy. He has a, he has a weird last name. I'm not going to say it. It's Polish. Okay. He's got a Polish last name, <laughs> Polish Costa Rican. Yeah. Anyway. So basically he, um, there's this whole debate whether or not he affected the election of that year. Cause like there was a strong chance the other guy was going to win and he won. Yeah. And he's like, I won. <laughs> and basically nobody's content with that. So a bunch of the peasants and the farmers and all that basically start a rebellion mm-hmm. and they, and then he basically puts the military to suppress this. And that's how the Costa Rican civil war started. Damn. And to make matters worse, um, he had communist support from the Costa Rican communist party. So <laughs> not looking great already. Yeah. The U S is like, they've got full eyeballs on yeah, I know. and they're like, just paying attention, seeing what's going on. <laughs> As if there wasn't enough going on. Remember the guy I told you, Anastasio Somoza? Oh, yeah. Um, there's a history of Nicaragua trying to invade Costa Rica. It's just like a common occurrence. I don't know why. It just <laughs> happens. They, he thought now was a good time to invade northern Costa Rica during a, <laughs> a, a civil war. Civil war. It's so like, 
even in the midst of this disaster, I'll just swoop in, yeah. grab everything. It's embarrassing. I mean, he was supporting Raul, but it was yeah. kind of it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, obviously, I don't know how Raul thought he was gonna win. He's teaming up with Costa Rica's like historical enemy. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the U.S. basically told Somoza get out of the country now. Mm-hmm. He had to turn around because mom told him to go home. <laughs> like literally, because. Um, there's this famous quote from Roosevelt saying, Samoza's a bitch, but he's our bitch. <laughs> yeah, damn, yeah. bro. So, That's savage. Can you imagine? He made, it, he made it pretty far. He got into the northern provinces, and he could have kept going, and I think he yeah. would have made it to San Jose, but... Bro, he really said that? Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, the U.S. told him, like, God literally, damn. go home. Like, what yeah. are you doing here? <laughs> this literally has nothing to do with you and turn around. And, like, yeah. Can you imagine just, like, the humiliation of having to go through each town and be, like, just just passing through? Yeah, just going back. <laughs> just anyway. Going. So, basically, um, they supported this guy named Jose Figueroa's. Mm-hmm. We call him Pepe. Yeah. Anyway. So basically they supported this guy and it's really unique because he was a socialist. He mm. was not a communist or anything. And mm. it's rare because the U.S. is scared of socialism. But I guess mm-hmm. any guy who isn't supporting by the communists is better. Yeah, yeah. So this guy basically helps liberate Costa Rica and Raul is overthrown and he flees to Nicaragua. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, basically there's this he sets up a military junta. Mm-hmm. Uh Figueroa's and then basically he decides we're going to abolish the military because it's too much power and he saw what was happening in other Latin American countries where um, they were trying to invade and shit yeah well (laughs) this is a really messed up story but Central America has a lot of bananas and fruit Mm. and you want to know who likes fruit the United Fruit Companies so what they would do is they would talk to the military officials and be like hey so and so is thinking about kicking us out you know slips a $50 bill in their pocket and they're like, you wouldn't mind if maybe he went away and you come to power. Yeah. And there's so many instances of that happening in El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, mm-hmm. especially Nicaragua. And, um, basically he didn't want to put up with that where the military wasn't going to be trustworthy. Yeah. So he completely abolished it. <laughs> and so 1948 is remembered as the abolishment of the military. Military. Yeah. Of course there were some critics about this and, Nicaragua again invaded in 1950 in the 1950s. And they had no military whatsoever. So (laughs) they had to send the police to handle the situation. Of course, nobody died, but I mean, damn, they like really wanted to invade us for some reason. (laughs) And then, yeah, the most recent invasion, believe it or not, was back in 2010. Really? There was this whole drama where, so as you know, the Spanish conquered Latin America, but unfortunately the borders were really vague at the time. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's all part of the same country. Who cares? Yeah. But after independence, they there was a bunch of series of wars about where the line should go. Like people were literally dying for lines Jesus on a map. Christ. So and like and and you look at the whole earth and you realize yeah. there's no fucking lines. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all like made the border up. between Canada and the US, like it's not a straight line. It <laughs> yeah. like it like loops. Yeah. It loops. Anyway, so the Nicaraguan army, thinking they're in Nicaraguan territory, walk over the Costa Rican border. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica's flipping out. They see a thousand army guys heading into there. Everybody's flipping out. They sent 90 police officers to go see what <laughs> was going on. I don't know how they thought that was going to do anything. Yeah. It turns out, I shit you not, Google Maps showed the... So, 
Google Maps is a little controversial because mm-hmm. whatever disputed country you're in, like if you're in India, they show Kashmir as part of being India. Mm. But if you're in Pakistan, they show Kashmir as proper being part of yeah, Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah. You know, like they they submit to the country they're in so yeah. they don't get in trouble, you know, because they don't want to. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want China <laughs> being like, why are you showing Kashmir as part of this country? It should be a part of our country. Yeah. You know, anyway, so. It turns out Nicaragua's disputed territory was shown on their map. And then Costa Rica thought the disputed territory was being shown on their map. So it's mm. theirs. Yeah. So Nicaragua was literally relying on, a Google, relying maps. on Google Maps. To do they were relying shit. on Google Maps to know where their territory is. And as a result, they accidentally invaded another country. I know. Like you can't yeah. rely on some uh, third party company. That's like a, yeah. a search engine to do your <laughs> shit. So. They go to the Supreme or the International Supreme Court or whatever about mm-hmm. it. And unfortunately to Nicaragua's or Costa Rica won the debate. Mm-hmm. I think they won because there was mostly Costa Ricans living there. Yeah. And I guess they had been using the territory more. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we got good relations with them, but I don't think they were really happy about losing a bit of land. Yeah. You know, even though the piece of land, like, I'm sure, like, it's, like, probably the size of this office building. <laughs> really? It's never a good feeling to lose something to your, you know, yeah. next door neighbor. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think any good ha- ever has come from another country trying to gain territory. Like, nothing good has yeah. ever come from that. And even though, like, this country that we're <laughs> there, we're in has, uh, has done that and in- invaded people and shit, like, I think it's much better resolved through clear communication. Yeah, diplomatic, diplomatic. Diplomatic. Yeah, like if if you can make some type of agreement with that country or with this person, and then you could both have some some good come out of it instead of yeah. you taking over everything and then they're left with nothing. Like that. Oh yeah. I mean, sadly that rarely happens. Yeah. You know? Like maybe it'll change. Yeah. Like there's a couple countries like that where that's happened where like East Timor, mm-hmm. you know. It was colonized by the Portuguese. It got independence in 75. And then Indonesia's like, come and join us. <laughs> they invaded and, and then they took over. And the UN, interestingly enough, they told them, you got to give them independence within around 2000, 2002. Mm-hmm. They're like, you got to give them independence because they like committed a lot of war crimes there. Yeah. Because like these people didn't want to submit to Indonesian rule. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so like the good neighbors they are in Asia... Australia and Indonesia forced the East Timorans to sign a deal where they would hand over the oil. Damn. And like, yeah. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome to the country hood. You got yeah. barely anything. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, you know, it's like rarely anyone gains new territory or becomes yeah. a country. Especially if the, it's a if there's one country with a lot of power and one country yeah. with low power. It's like, yeah, yeah they don't want to lose that yeah. stranglehold. And. You you can still make the argument East Timor is still an Indonesian puppet because mm-hmm. I mean they even use their money so their monetary system is controlled Relied by Indonesia. Their, yeah, yeah um, that's fucked. But yeah, it rarely does it ever yeah. work out. And for speaking the next of party. of the other countries with no military, I talked about uh, I said Switzerland, and I don't know if you've heard about how they do things. I'm, I'm pretty sure Switzerland has an army. Uh, they I think they do. Yeah, because yeah. I remember we, actually I remember watching a video where no, they no I think that no. They, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure they don't because, or no, 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 they don't, they never want to go to war with anybody. That's what I heard. Or oh, like they're neutral. Yeah, they're neutral. They're neutral. neutral yeah. I, either it was no military or neutral. I'm pretty sure now that you're, you're mentioning it's probably neutral, 
And yeah. that anytime they're invaded, they bomb every bridge that goes into oh, yeah. the country. Yeah, it's actually insane how yeah. neutral they are. Like, mm-hmm. there's literally stories of, because, you know, Switzerland is close to Germany yeah. and Austria. Um, there's literally stories of allied bombers accidentally thinking it was Germany and hitting Swiss towns. Mm-hmm. So people don't know this, but Switzerland and the U.S. had a little bit of a war where basically they would purposely shoot down allied planes. Damn. Like, it was pretty bad. I think they had to compensate the Swiss. That's why people are always like, why did the Swiss get money after the, uh, you know, World War II? Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably why they bombed a bunch of their cities by accident. Yeah. Although, yeah. Gee. Yeah, pretty, you can't tell, like, on a yeah. the earth does not show yeah. You lines. can look at a map, but it's like when you're over something. Yeah, it's, Although, it's thousands of miles. It was funny because there was this town in Bavaria where they hung up the Swiss flag and pretended to be Switzerland so they wouldn't be bombed. (laughs) That's actually smart. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. But Swiss is so neutral, bro. Like, uh, they do not want uh, any beef with any country. The last war they fought in, believe it or not, was in 1815. Napoleon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Napoleon was the last guy they fought. Uh, And then they proclaimed neutrality once again. Yeah. And what makes it work for them is their, the region uh, oh, yeah. A very mountainous region yeah. uh, of the Alps, and yeah, oh, yeah. That, that protects them. Yeah. Switzerland is normally chill, but believe it or not, after Napoleon invaded them, they wanted to carve up a little bit of France. Really? Like, you know you pissed off Switzerland when they want to annex land. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> just saying. <laughs> yeah. That, that almost happened, too, where they were really? going to carve up France. Like, you know what they did with Germany after World War One and Two, where they carved up certain pieces of it? Yeah. They were going to do that, too, but... They were afraid. It's weird they didn't do this during the First World War. Mm-hmm. They were afraid that if you divide it up too much, that's going to cause another guy to rise up and mm-hmm. want to make France great again. Yeah, yeah. So they just took away the stuff they stole and kept it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's smart on their end. Like, yeah. of course, like, like that I'm, shit, that was recently yeah. you saw some guy do that. You don't want to make yeah. the same mistake. I'm honestly surprised they carved up Germany after the Second World War. I mean, sure. They invaded Poland and they did a lot of nasty things, but mm-hmm. wouldn't that encourage another war, you know, kind yeah. of going against their own logic? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they didn't have to pay any war reparations like the first one, mm-hmm. but still, you know, dividing yeah. up territory is it's a little risky because, you know, you can cause another guy to rise up and say, let's unite everyone together. And now, like, I, Germany, like, I, they, yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, they're doing well. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not uh, any... <laughs> Uh, lesser because of those wars or whatever. Yeah, but it's actually amazing how much they've recovered. Yeah, they've oh, recovered yeah. pretty, I'm about pretty to well. Tell you something that's gonna blow your mind, actually. <laughs> so the debt they got on uh, from the First World War, they had to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking this up recently. They didn't pay their debt until 2015. 2015, really? Yeah, it took them a while. It took them <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. How much was it? I have no, no clue. clue. I think oh, it was God. somewhere in the billions. Of course, I don't know if With they the were inflation? accounting for inflation. Yeah. But they had to do I mean, several. 2015. Um, yeah. I probably... don't. I think one of the. I don't think it took them that long to pay for it. I think what it was is that West Germany couldn't pay for it because it wasn't Germany proper. Yeah. It wasn't until they united that they had to start paying back that whole loans and stuff. Yeah. But 2015, like a hundred years after they <laughs> needed to pay it. Yeah. Damn. Believe it or not, that that actually is a common occurrence where they finally pay off something after so long, like. Um, but governments are, are weird in that they could have outstanding debt and they can mm-hmm. just move on with their business. Yeah. Like 
The U.S. is in what seventeen uh, trillion dollar yeah. debt, the, and there's only you know, ever been one president who got rid of the national debt. Yeah, He's the man on the twenty dollar bill, the myth, the legend, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. He was the only one out of all the presidents we've had who got rid of the national debt. And you want to know what his successor did? Got us back in the debt. Back, yeah. It's amazing. He actually did it. The boy did it. Mm-hmm. He got rid of the debt. And then we got more debt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see a president who can actually do that yeah. again. Dude, if if they could get down $17 trillion, mm-hmm. that would be yeah. the greatest accomplishment oh, of yeah. all mankind. You like, know, I'm a... That would be insane. I'm a bit of a coin collector. Um, I, I probably should have mentioned that earlier. Uh-huh. I love collecting currency from around the world. And, you know. Yeah. Um, so I watched this video because I'm a coin guy. Mm-hmm. Obama tried to solve the debt crisis back in 2013. Yeah. And it's really crazy what they were going to do. So they wanted to borrow more money. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were $13 trillion in debt at that time, not 17 yet. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to raise it any higher. So guess what they did? They minted a trillion dollar coin. A trillion dollar yeah, coin? It was this one coin that was a trillion dollars. And basically the it was gonna get rid of some of the debt. So it would go down to 12 trillion. So that way they would be able to buy more things and take out a few more loans. So Yeah, but that's the thing that increases the debt is I know. Is, <laughs> so they were hoping to get rid of some of the debt by minting it in a coin. Unfortunately, this never fell through, mm-hmm. but it, it's such a, it's like such a weird idea. It reminds me of like just printing more money to fix a problem. I know. It's like, like that who, doesn't solve like it. <laughs> someone was in the white house or the Senate or something thought, let's just get rid of our debt with a coin <laughs> and <laughs> thought that was going to work. Like why, if, why not 12 trillion? Why not have yeah. a 12 trillion? But <laughs> I wish they had made it. Cause then, you know, I'll, I'll pull a, I'll pull a, uh, a Nicolas Cage, you know, yeah. that movie he did. What, what's it called? A National Treasure? I think uh, it was. National. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Instead of stealing Declaration of Independence, I'm going to steal the trillion dollar dead coin. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish it had existed so I could steal it. I know, that would be a and valuable I'll just thing, say, bro. look, I'm holding the national debt in my hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But honestly, oh my God. the ways people will get rid of their debts is incredible. Yeah. That Especially is, governments. Yeah, governments. They, I, I think the only reason they could get away with their, like, they don't care as much is because a business, when, when you have debt with a business, you can't, you have to uh, show profit and you have to have money incoming in order to stay in business. Oh, yeah. But with the government, yeah. they don't have to show that they're like profiting or anything. They could just yeah, like print it. money. They just, you know, all the yeah. operations just go uh, without any uh, hesitation, without any kind of um, uh, repercussions based on the the decisions that, that people make. Like it just mm-hmm. goes on and people just think that there's an infinite supply of money and it, that's what it seems like. Like, it just seems like it's, it's infinite. It's kind of unfortunate, though. Like, now we're suffering from the effects of inflation. Yeah. Here. But, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's a little scary, to be mm-hmm. honest, that, like, your government, like, Mr. President Biden could wake up any moment and say, okay, no more dollar. And, mm-hmm. you know, life savings, generations could be wiped out simultaneously. I don't think Biden has that authority, but no, he doesn't. But it, it, you know, you know, I mean, if he wanted to become a dictator, he could do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, it's honestly a little chaotic. I, I mean, it, it doesn't, There's that one Rick and Morty episode. 
Are you are you into Rick and Morty? Uh, no. No, okay. But like there was this one episode where uh they were trying to overthrow like this alien government, right? And uh Morty was talking uh to Rick and he was like, What should we do? Should we kill all the people? Should we uh uh should what uh should we um what else was it? Should yeah, should we kill people or should we conquer this land? Uh what should we do to to or or should we uh take over the government? And he said, mm-hmm. All right. This is how we're going to take over the world. There's like this computer screen and it showed like the currency equals $1. Like it showed like a $1. Mm-hmm. That's what the currency equals. And he's like, zero. And everything <laughs> like collapsed. Because like the guy was like, oh, wait, I, the sir, the, uh, he was talking to like the alien president. He was like, sir, the, the currency just collapsed to zero. And he's like, wait, why am I reading you this? I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> like the, the entire currency is nothing. Like it's, it's worthless oh for the God. whole world. And so he's like, oh, wait, I don't know how to say this. Like, oh, and all the security is like, oh, wait, I don't know how to protect you anymore because I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah, it would collapse, bro. Like if, uh, yeah, the entire world would be in a fucking uh, an apocalypse state. Because of of money being valued at nothing. That's why we should switch to gold. Gold. (laughs) (laughs) But even gold, like, why is it uh, a commodity? Is because it's uh, human beings value it because it's limited. I mean, and I mean, we talked about the universe being infinite. We know that there's infinite amount of gold. If if the universe is infinite, there's definitely infinite. I mean, if we melted down every single piece of gold, I think we could make a room the size. Yeah, we could make. I'm pretty sure there's a block. There there has to be like a planet that's made of gold. Like there has to be a variation. If everything exists, right? Like if every uh, kind of um, variation exists of chemicals, like. Gold is uh, just a mixture of chemicals, right? Or of yeah. of elements. And what if that there's this one part of space where a whole planet was just made of gold? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be. It's yeah, possible. It's possible. I mean, <laughs> if Neptune can exist, you know, it's completely ice and water from what we know. Yeah. I mean, it's more than likely. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere that exists too. Like, so everything is infinite in the grand scheme oh, yeah. of things. It's just that we can't reach it. We don't know yeah. where the fuck it is, but... <laughs> You know, it's there. Imagine if it's just sitting in front of our eyes, like Mercury, the planet no one cares about. Like, like just under it. Like yeah, just one there's inch. There's a cash load of <laughs> yeah. gold. It's like, yeah. I now, bet. I, now every country wants to go there. Cause, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Think about all the princes that would be moving there and just be like, all right, my turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be incredible. But that will make gold be worthless, be right? Oh, yeah. Like, because there now there's supply yeah. of it. I mean. There was only one time in history gold became deflated, like barely anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the richest man in the world in Africa uh, really? from the kingdom of Mali, Mansa Musa. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What it was is uh, he made the pilgrimage to Mecca mm-hmm. and unfortunately he decided to buy everything with gold. Damn. He's, I think he's said to be the richest man who ever lived. Yeah. Like I've he's richer that. than Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos combined. Yeah. Like, but- People say like mm-hmm. they're not the richest people. No. There's definitely other no. people that like are. Yeah, private. if you want to put it into perspective, like most Roman senators who lived two thousand years ago, they're richer than Bill Gates because Bill Gates's money is determined by you know like stock value, stock value, yeah. and like amount of like paper. Mm-hmm. But like these guys, they actually had precious metals like gold and silver. So yeah. like you could argue that they made more money than 
you know, modern mm-hmm. day people. Yeah. So like Mansa Musa, for example, he made most of his money off of salt. We don't know how much he had, but like he literally had slaves carrying bags of just gold dust. Damn. So this guy was probably the richest man who ever lived. <laughs> gold dust. Yeah. yeah, literally. Like he was, he had his, uh, his slaves carrying gold bars, uh, you know, literally buckets of gold dust. Like, you know, Damn. this guy was ready to make the pilgrimage to Mecca. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But unfortunately he was, you know, generously donating. Like, let's say I see you on the street and I give you a piece of gold and I'm like, there, here's uh-huh. a piece of gold. Take it. Yeah. And it's like, obviously you're going to start trying to spend it and get more money out of it. So as a result, he noticed that the economy suffered like Alexandria and Egypt, mm-hmm. like the economy completely crashed because <laughs> everybody had gold and now yeah. it wasn't worth anything anymore because if everyone has it, yeah. it's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. So for 10 years, gold was barely worth anything Damn. <laughs> and it only came back up, you know, because what now it, it shifted in I, people's hands. I'm not and- sure how it came back up the value. I think. Maybe they melted it down and came into jewelry and then it became rare again. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened to Monsa Moose's gold after he died. Mm-hmm. I know that he tried fixing the economy issue by taking interest and in loans, but damage was done. Yeah. It's like, I mean, dude, th- having that much gold, like that's a physical thing that you have to keep guard. But like, yeah. I don't know how he managed to have all the people like trust him. Yeah. Like to like some guy could have just stole that shit, <laughs> like with the bag. Yeah, They're I mean, carrying the bag. It was he's like a oh, generous like, guy. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it says in Islam you have to like give to the poor. Yeah. So I mean, he was a generous guy. Yeah, obviously, generous. although, I mean, let's let's just ignore the fact he had slaves. Yeah. I, mean, I guess <laughs> the billionaires haven't changed since the times of <laughs> Mount Sabusa. Yeah. Thousands of years ago. Yeah. Damn. I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't call Amazon workers, you know, slaves, but definitely. I think Bezos should be paying them a little more mm-hmm. than what they're making. I, uh, you know, they work their asses off. I mean, you know, it's a, I know. I know it's a business, but still. Yeah, I know. That's one thing I learned is you don't get based on uh, time. You get pace. Uh, you get paid based on value to the <laughs> to this thing we call the marketplace. Yeah. You know, and uh, if your job is uh, whatever you do is valuable to the thing we call marketplace, you know, you could work at McDonald's and get paid, you know, $10 an hour, $15 mm-hmm. an hour. But if, uh, you know, anybody could do that, like you could train any high school kid to go and, and do the same thing. So that means that it's not valuable. If a lot right. of people can do it, the supply is there, then it's not valuable. And then, it, you know, same, just like money, like just like gold, if it's, yeah. there's a supply, it's not valuable. Oh, yeah. And then if, you know, let's say yeah. you're, uh, a, you, you're the only person that knows how to fix like a certain type of computer. You're the only person in the world that knows how to do that. You know, that's valuable because what if there's uh, a company that has tens if or like thousands of those computers that that need fixing, you're the only person. Yeah. Now you're valuable to the marketplace because you uh, provide a service and they'll pay you whatever you want. That was basically, that happened in the middle ages. That was basically the birth of proto- Capitalism, Capitalism in a way. Yeah. I mean, it has its pros and its cons, but mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely a, a weird place where you can like do anything you want. Yeah. Unless, you know, you got the funds to do it. Yeah. The freedom is there, which is good. Like it, it's great that America is like a, a country where you can, like it's a possibility for you yeah. to start with nothing and build something like you could start with, not much. You could start with no skills. You could start with not a lot of money, but you could grow to some like billions of dollars or 
hundreds of, uh, of thousands of dollars, you know, whatever you want. You could, it, it's possible. Yeah. It's not like a guarantee. That's the it's key possible. word. Could. Yeah. Could. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. everybody does it because it takes a special person yeah. to develop yourself. Like it, that's, you don't get it, yeah. the value you bring is not in time, right? Like everybody has a certain amount of time. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's in your skills. If you have the skills, if you have uh, the knowledge, the know-how, and you could show that to the marketplace, you'll get there. Yeah. And although one of the, one of the cons about a society like this is it benefits as it benefits off people not making it. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, yeah. you know, for every failure, one guy succeeds out of that, you know? Yeah. That's but, the one drawback. But that's with the, anything in life, like True. You, the universe is designed that way. And yeah. like, why is there light and darkness? Like anytime there's light, there's always darkness. Oh yeah. But like Definitely. who, who made that up? Like, I don't know who the yeah. fuck made that. Like yeah. that exists. And you know, the sun go, goes up and then it goes down. I don't know who created that. Why did <laughs> that, why does that happen? Right? Like we don't question these things. It's just the way it is. You know, if you want the answer to that, you got to talk to somebody other than me. Like, I don't know that answer. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll talk to my lawyer. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. Like, why does the sun go up and go down? Like huh. you, you haven't been around enough to see that it always does that. And it always has been doing that since the earth was here. Yeah. You true. Uh, yeah. Like so it, it's like it's Mesopotamia. Always, there's so always like- a cycle in life. Like, and you know, I, there's certain laws that I don't think, uh, can that that are just a part of the universe and one of them is the yin and yang of everything in my opinion mm-hmm. and that's like yeah the light and darkness and the positive and negative energy like all of that is evident in the entire universe it's just always like that there there's an opposite to everything so that yeah. it balances there's a complete balance to everything and the people that want, like, let's say everybody should be a millionaire, right? Like everybody should have that. Oh yeah. Right? I don't think that could happen. Like <laughs> that'd that, be a disaster. You know? Yeah. It, it would just be that that would be the new standard, right? Like, yeah. and then there would be people that are billionaires now. And now mm-hmm. that's the, the accomplishment. Now everybody yeah. that's a millionaire. Now <laughs> wants be to be crazy. A It'd be crazy if we lived in a society where millionaires there were so many of them that now they're considered the poor people. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. Right. And then trillionaires are now, they're the rich people. I mean, you look back a hundred years ago, like people were buying shit with like 50 cents, uh, 25 cents. Yeah. Like you could buy stuff with that. And now, you know, you could, or, or a living wage was like $50 a week. Like that was a good wage to have. <laughs> right. And now people make that in one hour. The good old days when 50 cents could buy you a meal. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. So like it, it all changes. It all adapts. Like the, yeah. o- the one thing I learned is that it's not the world that needs to change. It's you. Hmm. It's not the government that needs to fucking uh, change its ways. And the president needs to change. And, you know, you have no control over that. Like, what are you going to do? Hmm. Yell and scream your whole life. Vote every election. Maybe they do something. Maybe they don't. But it's completely out of your control yeah, on what you other people do, right? Like it's completely out of your control to to change other people. So what you can change, if you can't change the weather, you can't change the government, you can't change wh- where you are in the universe, right? Like you can't change all that. Then what can you change? You could change yourself. True. It's pretty deep, man. Yeah. Really and deep. So that's what that's my main focus. And I'm glad I learned that early because... People spend 
way too much time thinking about other people, other people's opinions, how things are going to change yeah. outside of them. It's when, probably one of the things dragging down society today. And, yeah. uh, yeah, people, people only care about what others think about them. Others think, yeah. And <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> to think about because when you, let's say you take a group picture, right? Mm-hmm. And who's the first person you look at in the group picture? Obviously yourself. Yourself, right? Yeah. You pick out yourself, you look at yourself and you know, that shows that you care more about yourself than others, right? You, you, you would, you'd rather, you, you view yourself as, uh, uh, as a worthy individual, like in, in a, in a group of people, right? Oh yeah. But when it comes to opinions, why do you then value other people's opinions more than your own? And that's where a lot of people have to question why that is, because you can build it up to that. Now you value yours, but you, it's work. Like just cause somebody says, Oh, you, uh, you know what you're wearing? It's not, it, it sucks. What is that? Fuck that. You know, like now, <laughs> yeah. now somebody says that to you. Now you're like, wait, well, what? Now you value their opinion, but their opinion is worthless until you give value to it. Mm-hmm. If you value their opinion, then it becomes now that you, you're, you seem attacked and now you feel bad about yourself, but it's only cause you put energy on their opinion and, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fucked up way of thinking, which a lot of people need to work on that. And it's, it's not given like a lot of things, uh, in this world hap- are, are, are normalized and therefore that creates a normal set of results, right? Like most people do certain things like allow other people's opinions to control them. And therefore that's the normal thing to do. Now with those results, you're, you're going to get, uh, become an average person, right? Like an average, uh, individual in humanity, right? If you think that way, but let's say you want, you want to be extraordinary. You want to be a different human being compared to everybody else, right? Now you start doing things that other people don't do. You start, uh, believing in yourself more than other people's opinions. You start giving back more than other people. You start gaining more knowledge more than anybody else. You start gaining skills more than anybody else. Now the results show that now you're successful in whatever way you want. Now you got good relationships. Now you got this, now your happiness is up here. And now you've like separated yourself from humanity and anybody could do that. I, I, that's yeah. what I try in to yourself, say. You can get there. Yeah, that's what I try to say is that anybody has the potential to to change themselves to become whatever it is they want. Like all it is, the only prerequisite to success is a want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a wanting to a desire to to go out and get it. That's it. That's the only thing that you need is a want. And a lot of people have wants. It's just that now you have to go and not change anything else outside of you, but change yourself. How can I become the person that is worthy of this? Right? Like I said, the skills, the value, the knowledge, work on those things and you'll see everything else change. And, uh, that's the biggest lesson I try to uh, share with people is a change in you changes that your entire fucking world. Like it's insane. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. And, uh, fuck. That was deep. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that was really impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Like, I I study this uh, a lot because I I know how much it could it would mean to people. Like it, how, I get DMs all the time because I talk about this 
on almost every episode because I want to share with people that what if they like some kid in Indonesia watches this video and nobody has ever said anything like this to them. Like nobody has ever put it in this way and they hear this and now forever their life has changed because their perspective changed. Like that would mean the world to me, you know? Yeah. You would move the heavens for them. (laughs) Yeah. Like their whole, and it doesn't have to be that they had to believe exactly what I believe. Like I, I, I don't ask for belief. I ask for you to ponder. I ask for you to think, like, think about ideas, think about why humanity is at a certain place and think that you could change that. Not by changing other people, not by changing all of humanity. You don't have to go door by door and say, hey, change, change how you're living your life. <laughs> hey, yeah. spend money here. Well, do this. I mean, you could do that if you were part of a religious organization. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. <Yeah. laughs> That's yeah. true. But. I, yeah, I think it's much better and you'll feel a lot more fulfilled if you start with yourself, you start with your mind. And because uh, I think once you change your, a part of you or, or all of you, then the outside world automatically shifts. Like you start being, let's say you were pessimistic before mm-hmm. and you had a certain lo- uh, group of friends that were also pessimistic, but you change and you become a little more optimistic you become more positive about life and uh eventually your friends now change because you don't want to hang out with negative friends anymore right yeah exactly. And so now you're the outside world changed because you changed now you got new friends now you got new results now you got new things that are going on in your life and uh that's a fucking crazy thing to happen and uh i think more and more people are understanding that and i i get comments all the time like thank you for fucking sharing this because it definitely should be said more like this. These ideas should be said more. There's, there's definitely a lot of negativity in this uh, society. Yeah. And yeah, there should be a lot more, you know, like encouragement Encouragement, about being able to do whatever you want. And, you know, don't let anybody get in the way of that. Like, you know. Yeah. And like I said, in the car, uh, on the way up driving here, we're all going to die anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like life's short and you, know, you got to live it to the fullest. Yeah. We're, we're all going to die. Yeah. That's like you said, you don't want to be in your bed at a hundred year olds <laughs> as a hundred year old man saying, I never, I never did anything. Yeah. <laughs> I never did anything in my life. That That's like a, one of the, I saw a YouTube video of just like, uh, people interviewing, uh, what is it? The senior living homes and shit. Oh, yeah. And the people are like the, the, first words out of their mouth are like, I wish I did this. No, yeah. You know, like I wish this happened. Like I wish I knew that at looking back now, I realized that I had the time, like I could have done it. Like I could have tried, I could have did this and they never did it. And now they don't have the chance to do it because their life is going to be over. Right. Oh yeah. That's pretty deep. Not going to lie. Uh this is kind of a funny one and also sad. Yeah. I, I saw this way back in high school. This guy's probably dead now. Um, there was this guy who was even, he was a vegan. Uh, he yeah, decided yeah. he was going to stop eating meat and he lived to be 99. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he regretted it. <laughs> he regretted he said it. <laughs> even though he had achieved what is, he had achieved this goal. He reached 99. Uh-huh. He said now he can't eat meat anymore because he has dentures. And his biggest regret was giving it up. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> gotta suck. Like I know. He made it to ninety nine, but <laughs> He can't even meet anymore. Yeah. It's like, did you, it's that Thanos meme. Did you reach 99? Yes. At what cost? Everything. Everything. (laughs) It's insane. I know, dude. We, we should look at it at, from that place. Like, even if you're 20 years old, even if you're 15 years old, like just look at the end because that'll make you realize how important now is. Like if you don't put it in that perspective, then you'll always think like, oh, I'll have tomorrow to do shit. Oh, yeah. Next year, next I next mean, 10 years. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy who wanes on the past and thinks of the alternate dimensions or whatever. <laughs> you know, there's always that one guy who's like, they're in the shower and they're thinking how an argument could have gone. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I know most people you know I mean? put so much effort on their past rather than their future. Oh, like, yeah. They put all their effort on what had happened on this thing, on, you know, whatever uh, circumstance or yeah. relationship. That's honestly no way to live. Yeah. It's like if you, if you're dwelling on the past, you're going to be stuck on it forever. Yeah. And it's like, it's not healthy, honestly, either. Mm-hmm. And what, what happens is like, that's, what's going to continue to create in your life. Like if you're continuing to put energy onto the past, like you're going to get much of the same mm-hmm. shit yeah. coming in. Like you're going to continue to have those problems. You're going to continue to have, uh, that, whatever it is holding you back happened to you. And until you see, uh, something different, like you have to be able to see something different. And the what helps me is like being able to, uh, like dream basically. Like you have to have, I think mm-hmm. you, you should allow yourself. And I say allow yourself because for some reason, humans have been programmed to think that they cannot do certain things, right? Like they, anything different that is not around you. Nobody in your family has started a business. You can't do that. You, any, yeah. Nobody in your uh, family or friend group ha- has uh, become an actor. You can't do that. Like anything that that is not in your current reality, you can't do. And it stops a lot of people. Man. That definitely brings up an interesting topic I've been running into mm-hmm. where like people feel like, the older generation have like put them down in a way where they're, they're screwed. You know they're I mean? uh, it's like, you almost live with the shadow of your former, you know, father if you decide that that's going to hold you back. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, some people feel that way. I don't feel that way. Yeah. I feel like I'm so different from my grandfather and my father. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see personality traits like all of us were energetic and you know, yeah, yeah. all that. But other than that, I think, I'm exempt from that. Mm-hmm. The only, the only thing is, you know, I definitely carry my father's like, you know, personality wise and a little bit more, a little bit. And I feel like definitely, you know, I have to, you know, I, I'm going to learn from what has happened to him. Yeah. So like I can avoid, you know, doing those same things. Mm-hmm. Like for example, this is minimal, but I, I come from a long generation of smokers Yeah. and I think I'm, probably the first in my generation who doesn't smoke anything, mm-hmm. but I'm so young that it could happen later down the line. Later but down, yeah. I don't want to pump my lungs full of poison and stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, but you, you make, you, you saw that, okay, this has happened and it's yeah. a negative thing that's yeah. happening and it could stop with me. Like I could be yeah, the first. Like so I'm going to be the first generation yeah. in God knows how many generations to <laughs> yeah. kill it. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, it, it's been a family thing and it's, Sure, mm-hmm. it's caused tons of health issues. I mean, yeah. thank God my dad's still kicking it, but you know, mm-hmm. 
I can't imagine if he quits now, you know, it's going to do any benefit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you after know, like 30, 40 years, oh, yeah, like yeah. 50, I think 50. Damn. Yeah. He started pretty young. I know smoking is especially like cigarettes, bro. Like that's uh, a tough thing to quit, especially that long. And mm-hmm. it, and the chemicals they put in there are fuck, oh, are yeah. terrible for you. And they, they're super addictive. Oh yeah. And I remember, um, hard I to talked go. to, um, one of my sister's friends about why cigarettes are addicting. And mm-hmm. it's, it's curious to hear them talk about it. Like I was talking to the person and she was so addicted to them. She's like, I'm talking about it. makes me want to smoke. <laughs> really? They're like, I don't know. I just love it. It feels cool. I put it in my mouth. I flick this, the lighter or the switch. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm like the detail they put into it. It's like, they're attracted to the flame. I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I just asked you a question. It's like, yeah. you didn't like have to give want me a to smoke so bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's such a strange addiction. I mean, I like another addiction. I never really, another, another one that, you know, yeah. I kind of, let me go well, check this real quick. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Another addiction. I just never really understood was alcoholism. I don't know. Mm. It's just, doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like literally, poison you're poisoning your body and just drinking <laughs> yeah. it's like i don't know like uh, i'm not gonna get in trouble for saying this because you know it was in a country but uh-huh. i had my first beer in costa rica yeah and i had three beers that was it mm-hmm. like it was great and all but i didn't really find myself enjoying it yeah. it was just kind of ooh, it's a sparkly drink mm-hmm. <laughs> or, ooh, sparkly. It, it tastes it tastes interesting yeah <laughs> this is a funny story but uh I um I had the um the famous beer there. It's called Imperio. Oh, I think it, I've it was, had of it. It was founded yeah. by a uh, German brothers mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. The nickname the locals call it is cow piss. Cow piss. I didn't know this. I tasted it. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> oh my god! I wanted to die. Listen, if you go to Costa Rica again, uh-huh. drink Bohemian. Bohemian is the beer to go. Okay. All right, that is the best beer. I've yeah, had. yeah. Although I have had beer in. Um, Mexico, because you know, I I like to go where it's legal. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I'm a goody two shoes. I don't break no laws. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know, I haven't touched a single container yet. Even uh-huh. though the temptation has been there, and I've been to a lot of parties. It's like yeah. you know, I mean, you're gonna turn 21 soon, so yeah, then I'll be but legal. I just feel like I don't get an enjoyment out of drinking. Yeah. The only substance that I think I honestly like that's like a liquid is wine. I feel wine. like I'm, I'm gonna be a wine guy. Yeah, yeah. My dad's a wine guy, and mm-hmm. my mother are too. You know, I just. I love the taste of it. It's uh, I think Spanish people in general, right? Like they yeah, love their yeah. wine. <laughs> hey, yeah. It's one of the biggest um, exporters of wine. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Although Spain. I have a friend who lives in Montreal mm-hmm. and she claims the French make the best wine, but no, it's uh, just BS. It's, yeah, BS. Spain, it's bro. Italy and Spain, baby. Yeah. Italy and Spain. Italy it's and the Spain. the best uh, um, region, like the, the weather there and everything. Oh yeah. Perfect. It's Mediterranean climate. So, yeah. yeah. That's the best place to do Although, it. Although I've never had French wine and maybe one day, mm-hmm. but we'll see. You know? Yeah. We'll see soon. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any friends <laughs> international? Uh, f- what'd you say? Friends? Uh, do you have any friends who like live um, out of the country or out of the country? Uh, yeah, I have, I think of one in London and I have family around the world. Mostly. Yeah, like, me too. Uh, that's but yeah. that's the biggest thing. I mean, like, of yeah. course, India. Um, let's see, Fiji, um, UK. Like a lot of places, <laughs> Canada. Oh, yeah. Right, like just yeah, the yeah. random place. Like maybe I don't even. We're not like completely related, <laughs> but just like you know, we yeah. know these people. <laughs> like, oh yeah, my parents. Like, yeah, we 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 grew up together. Or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Same thing with me. Like, yeah. I met this guy named Chris on Instagram. Never mm-hmm. met him in person, but 
he lives in Costa Rica and he's, he's practically family at this point. Yeah, Cause yeah. you know, it's like, he keeps me in the loop yeah, yeah. and uh, everything. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my friend in Montreal, it's really funny how we met. So I don't know if you ever watched this movie. It's called the room. No, it's I have a really crappy movie. It's got Tommy Wiseau. Uh-huh. It's that famous clip where he's like, I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. <laughs> yeah. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, it's that clip. You've probably yeah, seen yeah. it. I've heard of that. Anyway, I post an edit about that and she's like, oh, <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I start hitting her up in the DMs because I'm like, oh, she likes film. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we've been friends for like literally four years. Mm-hmm. It's insane. But she lives in... Uh, Montreal, Montreal. Yeah. 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 Well, Quebec proper, Quebec, but yeah. yeah. Uh, it's crazy though, because she sent me a ton of like really cool stuff that I've really gotten into the culture. And honestly, mm-hmm. I really want to visit, you know, it's like, yeah. I've never wanted to visit somewhere like that, mm-hmm. but like she makes it so interesting and all the stuff she sent me. You yeah. Know, it's like really fascinating. I, I don't think I've been yet, but I've been to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's probably a short like uh, drive. I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, did you see Drake there? Uh, no, I, I I saw Drake like here in LA. Oh, you did? Yeah, like, I saw him perform. Yeah, uh. yeah, but uh, yeah, not yeah. in Toronto. I saw his house too. Uh. you could see, I think my my cousins had a um, what is it called? Like a condo, like on mm. a, on a skyscraper, and they're like, "Oh, you could see Drake's house from here," and they like pointed it out. Mm. It's like a full ass penthouse. The whole floor is his. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I could ever live there because it's like it feels like L.A. where like, you know, million dollars and you, this room is basically yeah, your apartment. It's, it's like it's one honestly room. it's ridiculous. Over yeah, there. I don't know. It's like, yeah, that's the problem when like more people start fleeing to a certain area. Mm-hmm. It's like prices go up. Prices. Like my friend Chris is like he was complaining. There's too many people here now is he's like all the Europeans and Americans, they're coming here. And it's like, now it's like a loaf of bread is now like a, a 50 colonas or something. <laughs> yeah. 500 colonas. I don't know how much it is, Dang. but yeah, it's, it's annoying. That's one thing I hate about LA. It's like, it's too overpopulated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like so oper- overpopulated. This state has 33, 33 million people living here. Yeah. I don't know if maybe that's decreased because a lot of people have flood following COVID and you know, yeah. all the restrictions and all that. Mm-hmm. I but, know a lot of people move to Texas and Florida. Yeah, like I love how in Arizona the price of living has gone up now, and they're they're pissed. <laughs> they're, they're pissed. like the Californians stay over there. I know the yeah. weather is crazy. Like that's right. one reason why I would never move there. Like I saw the weather. I'm actually going to Arizona in August for like Isn't a cousin's it like trip. Hot. It's like 110 yeah. every day. Mm. Every day, 110. If I because. was if I was to live in anywhere, I'd want to live either in New England. Or mm-hmm. like Alaska or Washington. I know those mm-hmm. are three places, but I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like Washington is really cool. Uh-huh. It's close to the border. So, you know. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Alaska, I just really love the ice caps and all that. Mm-hmm. And then New England is old. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, old, that history. You know? New England's. Yeah. Boston, yeah. that area. Yeah. But uh, the U.S. is definitely like really weird. Yeah. It's just got like, you know, you can go to one end and there's a desert. <laughs> and yeah, like California's. If you think about it, California is like all in one. You got desert, forest, yeah, uh, ice mountains, yeah. Uh, the the ocean, beaches. You know, it's like all of it. Yeah, all of it. And all it's of it like, one. especially in this area, like Orange County, L.A. County. Like you could go like one hour to the mountains, like in the winter time, and yeah. it'll be snowing, and then you could drive like maybe two hours 
<laughs> and you'll be at the ocean and, yeah. the, and the Pacific Oceans right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I um, I love traveling all over the state. Yeah. Like, I've made it my goal. I want to see every part of California at some point. Mm-hmm. I've been to most of the missions. Like, I've been to yeah. Santa Barbara, San Juan. Yeah, yeah. And a couple other ones. <laughs> we had to go to that uh, San Juan Capistrano for like oh, yeah. uh, for elementary school. Like they make us go like in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, you got to go see this mission. Yeah. Here, you know? I am. Um, this is controversial, but I hate that it's being canceled now. Really? Yeah. They're trying to cancel. They're canceling, or they're canceling the missions because uh, San Junipero. Junipero. I okay. believe that's how you spell his name or uh-huh. say his name. Um, He was the missionary who settled in California in yeah. 1769. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> he settled here and unfortunately he was not a nice guy really he there's records of him kidnapping indigenous children and trying to convert them to catholicism now they bring all this but up like it. personally this is really controversial i feel like that's not as bad as what the americans did where they literally did a genocide in california like mm. the native it's not like mexico where they assimilated them and occasionally there were incidences of massacres mm-hmm. in california they literally mass white extinction damn like no nah, it's crazy um like i'm honestly happy they're still around mm-hmm. it's a miracle like millions of them were killed damn. but yeah going That's back crazy. to uh Junipero, mm-hmm. uh his um where he's buried he's buried in northern california yeah um they broke a statue of his like mm. there was a statue of him in the church and it was oh <laughs> yeah, it's all good it was decapitated good. And yeah. it's like, I feel like we shouldn't cancel historical figures like that because he did a lot of bad things, but the state wouldn't exist proper if he hadn't come mm. here. And like, you know, we shouldn't hold them to the same standards. He was not a nice guy. And I don't think he should be. He was canonized yeah. by the Pope. I don't think that should have happened. I think we should just kind of remember them as they existed. Yeah. You know, yeah, and know. the mission shouldn't be canceled because of their controversial history. If it wasn't for those settlements, California wouldn't have been considered so strategic, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think what they should teach is, like, both sides, you know? Like, yeah. this, that this like, person was not just only yeah. good, but, like, yeah. of course, there's some like, detriments, and then for, learn for the whole thing. For too long, they had been portraying him as a liberator of the Native Americans, the yeah. savages, you know? <laughs> yeah. He was, like, converting them, but when in reality... They didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he'd get mad at them when they weren't doing anything, mm-hmm. when they weren't doing what he wanted them to do. So yeah. it's like, you know, I feel like if you want to be biased, you should have both sides accounts of the situation. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll like yeah. make, I don't think anybody will disagree with that. Like they'll mm-hmm. say, okay, you have both sides. Yeah. And that, what else is there like, to argue about? With uh, the Mexican Reconquista, mm-hmm. I want to hear both sides of the story. I don't want to hear just the Spanish side. Yeah. Like that's why I like it when documentaries focus on the Aztec side. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you can't just focus on one side because then you're going to be like praising. It's like, he was a genius. <laughs> he managed to conquer Mexico. Sure, he destroyed Tenochtitlan and, you know, killed a bunch of natives, but he was a good guy. He was Christian. Yeah, like, they should be like, oh, you know, both sides fought valiantly, and, like, Mm -hmm. in the end, one came on top. That's how it should be done. And I feel like blocking that out in California, like, blocking out their history Mm -hmm. is a dangerous move. Uh, Yeah, I think that's how It's censorship in a way. Yeah, all history should Mm -hmm. be viewed in that point. It shouldn't be opinion. There should... There are characters who should be canceled like shouldn't be remembered at all i think a lot of confederate generals like these guys can go to hell mm-hmm. but there are a couple like especially ones in louisiana like creoles you know like half native half 
European, you know, they should be a little remembered because those are the interesting stories yeah. people like to hear. But even with the people that are like those generals, like, yes, they, they did bad things, but like just if you block it out and never tell people that this happened mm-hmm. in history, then yeah. history always repeats itself. Oh, yeah. You know, there's going to be some guys like, why don't we do this? Here's a better mm-hmm. way, with the, you know, to, to do things. And, it, you know, it'll be yeah. a detriment to, to mankind oh, yeah. if, if, you know, if, if we take away people's ability to look back into history and realize that people have done terrible things, people have done also good things and make a decision for yourself on how you want to take it. Like, let oh, it, yeah. let yeah. it show you that, okay, I don't want to be this person. I just, I'm, let me, let me be a kinder person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you yeah. understand. You got to find a happy medium. Yeah. Like you won't be able to please everybody. There are going to be people that are mad that he's still being remembered, but it's like, you know, you got to appease both sides. And yeah. <laughs> I think unless you're Confederate, yeah. those guys can go to hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think some of those statues should be up still, but mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. The statues are, are like, I think what they should be doing is not remembering the Confederate generals, but the men who died, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's the way you want to approach it. And just like why this happened, like why, like why did we go to war? Like, that's a what, whole what is other there? subject together. But yeah. you could make the argument that the Civil War was just a money war because mm-hmm. you know the Confederates were afraid of losing their slaves, and you know it, they were afraid it was going to lose their economy. And most of the top generals, like they always portray it as. They were proud white Southern folks sitting around the campfire. But in reality, most of those guys came from money. Yeah. Like, you know, they were rich. I think there were only a few that came from like poverty. Yeah. So like, you can't tell me that like those people were like, oh, you know, just like you and me struggling for our rights. It's like those people were rich capitalists, you know? And I feel like that should be focused more in the war because they always try to portray one side is bad and one side is good. Yeah. Whereas both sides should get equal, equal treatment and yeah. let the the viewer decide. Like you don't have to think in terms of right mm-hmm. or wrong. Just see like what happened. Like you, you want just see like how the, how did this go? Okay. That's oh, yeah. cool. How did this go? Okay. That's cool. Just like, that's it. You don't mm-hmm. have to pick sides of anything. Oh yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, definitely. I don't think we should cancel certain parts of history because yeah. it's, it's censorship. Censorship. You know, yeah. we can cancel Christopher Columbus all we want, but we can't ignore the fact he killed hundreds of Tino natives mm-hmm. in, you know, modern day uh, Dominican Republic and Haiti. You know, we yeah. can't, we can't. And the disease that. and all that shit. Yeah. I mean, you could argue some of that was unavoidable, but he definitely was a monster. I mean, he sold people into slavery, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like we can pretend yeah, I don't think certain things should be named after him, but I don't think his memory should be faded because still important. The later generations know what he did. Yeah. And that allows you to reflect, right? Like that oh, the yeah. only way you can learn from there's two ways you could learn things like you can learn from your own experiences and you can learn from other people's experiences, mm-hmm. you know, and as human beings, as the only species that can do this, like we can yeah. write down and share information through language to people hundreds, if not thousands of years later. Yeah. Right? We have that capacity as human beings. No other animal in the world can do this, right? So might as well use that to our benefit to allow other yeah. people to realize, okay, this person made some mistakes here. Mm-hmm. How could you avoid oh, that? Yeah. Right? It's evaluation. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a good way to look at it. But um, speaking of, uh, should we wrap this up? 
it's a little over two hours now, I think. <laughs> We're at All like, right. uh, yeah, it's already like 1.30. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'm, I'm fucking hungry now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I didn't eat lunch or anything <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. All right. So, All right. Well, thanks for having me on, Sham. Really thank you, appreciate man. it. Thank you for coming by. Yes. I, this was a fun conversation, too. Two hours flew oh, yeah. by like nothing, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's just a normal conversation. Yeah. Two guys. Yeah, two guys having fun. Cali. Yeah. And I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as well. Everybody listening, watching, appreciate you all. Have a great week. Much love. Yep. Peace. Pura Vida.